I don't care if you've been waiting for absolute carnage all night. If you up, smash that like button. Welcome to Blind the Black Times Infinity. I'm your host, Cthulhu. Party coming to you live and direct from the stack. Well, sheltering in the stack. If you <laughs> mess yourself up. <laughs> on my left, uh, we got the oldest ninja in the world, old ninja, old ninja. So we all need to come to the fact that we are where we are as a nation right now because Cthulhu's prodigy broke his oath. God, uh, I, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. You cannot yeah. put this on me. Yes, yeah, all you oath breakers. On my far right, engineering on the ones and twos, talking people out on threes and fours, Kronos. Bringing that weekly essential dankness. Mm-mm-mm. Yes, we are. In the middle, we got Stitch. Shelter in place is temporary, but Wu Tang is forever. Ooh. Oh. Back for the children. Uh, last but not least, we got your boy Blue. This podcast is not sponsored by Blue Moon. I am, though. Oh, <laughs> takes a drink. Uh, I love it. Right. Blue Holy shit, set. man. We, we got another good one. I know we got a good one on, uh, on deck for y'all. Let's fucking go. Yeah, who, we, who we got? Uh, Listener of the week and shit. Listener of the week would be user 9457300756. And first in the chat would be nobody yet. <laughs> Nobody's there yet. That's still my favorite bot, though. Let's go. <laughs> Are they a freak? <laughs> <laughs> Skeeting in the keyboards. Old Ninja, do you got a celebrity uh, RIP, rest in power, or something? Yeah, we're going to pour out some Mickeys for mm. Brian Dennehy. Uh, he's a, let's see, Tony Award winner, Golden Globe winner, and six Emmy, six-time Emmy Award nominee, or no, winner, I'm sorry. Um, most people remember him from, uh, if you're a dude bro, he's in First Blood, or Rambo First Blood, I think they renamed it. Uh, he's in Silverado, uh, he's in a very famous, uh, version of Death of a Salesman, which aired on TV, most of the time it's a play, and he's done both. I guess on screen and the stage version of it, where he's won a Tony. Um, he's had a an illustrious career of like forty years of TV and film. In fact, he's been in film so much that I I don't remember if it's South Park or um, Family Guy where they make fun of him and who he is, but then they show they talk about his work. They reference all the movies that he's in. So That's cool. um, yeah, it's just funny. He's not in that episode though. Which is weird, which he could have been, but he's in he's in a bunch of shit. He uh I think some people if you remember if you're old enough, there's a movie called Cocoon where people are wearing skins and shit. He's oh, in yeah, that Yeah, I shit. remember that shit, you know. He, uh he's in Ratatouille, he was in Blacklist, the list goes on and on. So RIP to him. This is no shade. This is no shade. I'm not shitting on him. But because of the awards you you mentioned, uh, old ninja, I gotta ask: Did he did he get close to the egot, or did he did he get the egot? Oh, there we go. Oh, he got close. No academy. He missed. Okay. He has everything else but the academy. Okay. He's got the Tony. He's got the Golden Globe. Just no academy award. Got oh, close. Sorry, there are folks in the chat. <laughs> I just couldn't see them <laughs> at first. Um, so Jason will be first in the chat. Sorry about that. Good shit. Damn. Hey, wasn't there a Damn. few others? There was like a few voice actors that passed away this week too, but I think a lot of them passed away from the coronavirus. Like these are like yeah. epic voice people. Like the person who did like I think the character in Looney Tunes passed away this week, but I don't remember. I don't 
Who? It's not Mel Blanc because he died in the nineties. No, there's a bunch of people that, that did die though that are he's right that are voice actors. Uh, um, I got one. Uh, there's somebody from Pokemon. I'm gonna fuck up his name, but it's Kaiji Fujiwara, fifty-five. Uh, from Pokemon, uh, Detective Handsome, I guess he played. That's what I'm li- li- reading on the internet. Okay. R.I.P. to him. <laughs> Pikachu, I choose you. <laughs> man. Damn, man, too soon, too soon. There it is, there it is. Um, if we get any others, we'll, we'll just mention them in, or, or type mm-hmm. them in. Fix it in post, goddammit. <laughs> All right, uh, who want who want to do the Rona report, man? Rona report man. sucks, man. <laughs> no yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of shit. I mean, would, we know that what is it, Georgia and Florida about to open up? Like, Let yeah, people... dude, were they I mean, yeah, were they only close to like a week? <laughs> well, yeah, Florida was like close to like a week and a half or something like that, and they're opening back up. And I think Texas is as well. So that's like. Yeah. It's terrible. They're opening up so early, and people are probably talking shit that hey, you got to move the your phone. It's somebody's phone. Um, people are probably like yeah. mad that we're talking about how they're opening up early, but hey, I mean, we're still in the middle of this. You know, like we're we're nowhere near like the end yet, and so far there's been shit eight hundred and forty nine thousand cases in America alone, and forty over forty seven thousand deaths, and they they still keep going. And it's but, it, it's fucking crazy. But I need to get a tattoo though. No, nah, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I like how so mm. if you're not a fan if you're not a fan of, of smoking marijuana, like we just had an event called the 420, and in San Francisco there's this area called Hippie Hill where a lot of people will go and hang out. And potheads united and did not go out and, and like socialize during this whole epidemic. Like oh. people stayed home and did like I actually did a 420 Zoom party. Hey, somebody move your fucking phone for real. Or, no, you're on your phones. God damn it! Turn your vibration off. Like I'm, I'm looking at my phone now. <laughs> yeah, turn your vibration off on your phone. It's like crazy loud. <laughs> yeah, we can hear the surface like go off. Mm-hmm. All right, that, that might fix. That I think I fixed. All right, go ahead. Thank you. So yeah, like like people who like smoke marijuana is quarantine in place while we have people who are like, oh, you know, this whole sheltering in place is a is a gimmick and the government can stay make us stay at home and they're all out in public. There's basically people being retarded. All over. California included. Yeah, there are yeah. people that were mm-hmm. um what was it? It they were protesting at Tucson. the Capitol. And I'm just like, you're protesting in Sacramento and it's like just I know it's hard. That just you gotta fucking stay at home. This is the problem that that I've noticed is that people are out here protesting that they want to go back to work. They want to, you know, blah blah blah. It's not the fact that you want to go back to work. It's the fact that you lost your job and you no longer have an income. The government should be there for you to replace your income at this point in time. That's your fucking problem. The problem is yeah, not but- is not your job. Yeah, you lost it. That fucking sucks. But the government should be there for you to replace your income. If you're telling me that you literally can't stay at home getting paid money to do nothing for a couple of months or a couple of weeks, then you're fucking lying. Uh, to me, like you're lying to yourself. Cuz you can well, honestly you can you can find something to do at home as long as you're getting paid. As long as you can provide for yourself during this short period, hopefully a short period of time. But the fact that you're going out there and possibly spreading around this fucking virus 
even further, you're just gonna extend that fucking timeout. You're not gonna immediately get your job back just because you decided to go fucking protest at the at the state capitol. You're just gonna extend it for longer for for everybody else, and it's fucking stupid. It's 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 short sighted. Let me say this though: um, some of them, it's not just in Sacramento. They Huntington Beach, oh, yeah. Orange County, they were, they were definitely doing it, and all over the country. Um, but I, I'm gonna take these idiots at their fucking word. And some of them, you can literally read their signs if you want to. They're talking about getting haircuts. They're talking about going to Applebee's. They're talking about <laughs> this is uh, uh, the, the one of the most egregious ones was uh, this is this is slavery yeah, basically, staying at home. Yeah. Dumb, dumb shit is on their signs that you can see for yourself about their their reasonings. And I, I, I hear you in terms of you're right. They probably are, probably a lot of them are out of work and whatnot. But their signs say dumb reasons. Yeah, they they are really they're really stupid reasons. I mean, yeah, I, I, I really want to get a haircut, but I I can cut my own fucking hair. It's not a big deal. I've just been lazy about it, <laughs> to be honest with you. I will cut it in the next podcast. I see my, my hair shorter and my my face kind of looking a little better. I'm still ugly though, but it's all right. Um, but we'll uh, they're just yeah they're, they're they're dumb frivolous reasons. It's not like nobody's complaining that you know they can't get medications for their kids or something like that. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. you know, their their grandmother's dying. Or, you know, it's like, it's these fucking really petty-ass reasons. And, uh, honestly, I think that people like that, I almost don't want to say it, but I don't give a shit. Fuck it. I've been drinking. It's like, people like that are the reason why we don't deserve as a human race to just keep on, keep on going. You know, because <laughs> people are so fucking stupid that you can't have a minor inconvenience in your life for a couple of goddamn months. And, you know, in the, in the whole time of your lifespan, if you live to be 85... This is like not even 3% of your fucking life that they, they, you get potentially inconvenienced about. So stop being a little bitch, suck it up, and save a fucking life. I love, shout out to those nurses over in Denver blocking some of the protests. Oh, middle yeah. Middle fingers up saying, fuck everything that you're talking about. You know? I love, I love the memes that are coming out from this because there's an image of a girl hanging out of the side of a SUV. <laughs> And they, they have, like, the lyrics to No Scrub going on. That's just really <laughs> But no, like, like, like yeah, like what Kronos was saying, how people aren't, they're not protesting about, like, oh, you know, we need to open up the schools so our kids can get education or, you know, this or that. Like, they're basically just, you know, basically they pretty much want to try to get their jobs back and stuff like that. But, you know, right now is not the time. Like, we, we need to come together as human beings and try to eradicate this fucking virus. And uh, don't listen to our our leader because that whole <laughs> what's the name was the drugs that he said that he had a a strong feeling was gonna make things better was gonna be the cure all and it's not working out very well at all. Yeah, that was called. It's hurting and killing people. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was called hydroxychloroquine, and they did a study here with with the VA. Here in America, with the with the VA is our veterans, the Veterans Administration. So it basically retired military folks, and uh, they found that there was actually an increased amount of deaths for people that were taking hydroxychloroquine. Both that and the other drug that they were recommending, and like, and they're comparing it to like just doing the regular treatments that we do here in America, and the deaths were higher on yep. on both of the other ones. And it was like that was what, what I kept complaining about the whole time. It's like, listen, you can't sit here and recommend. Um, a treatment when there's no, there's been literally zero fucking studies about this treatment 
for a different use than what it's supposed to be used for. That medication is for malaria and lupus. And the fact that he said that on national TV, it drastically reduced the amount of that medication for people that have lupus and fucking malaria. But those are people that actually really need it. So if they would have just shut the fuck up and did a, did a, a trial on the side and like not said anything, and like actually prove that it was effective or ineffective, that's the better way to go. But don't sit there on fucking national TV and say that I have a strong feeling about this medication because in some other country, on some trial that wasn't peer-reviewed peer or anything, that they saw positive results. Well, now it's here in America, and we don't have positive results. So this is what we get, is some stupid-ass bullshit from our well, president. I, I was going to say, I, I was reading an article, and the people who did the test on it, I guess it worked on, they tested it on four people, but one of the <laughs> person died, and so they, they took that person out of the, the equation and said that it was still 100% effective. Wow. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Dude, here, people are going... Sorry, I, I want you to get in here, Stitch, and, and same with you, Old Ninja, but people are, people are going to get sued. They're going to get their fucking asses sued, and I'm all for I'm not all. I'm not always for big, you know, frivolous lawsuits or whatever, but when people are believing you as a government official, the highest government official, and along with a whole bunch of other people, promoting something that was not tested and not proven, I mean, I'd be pissed at my doctor, I'd be pissed... Lawsuits up the yin yang. They're coming. Yeah, and I especially mad if I was somebody that actually needed that drug, like that that was proven for. Now all of a sudden, there's they can't find it because you know Lawsuit? the guy on TV said that it could work for something else, and they you know they they just there's very few medications out there that are made to ramp up to the millions. You know, like lupus is not a very common disease. Malaria yeah. in America is not very common, so these are things that are not normally found here in America. So it's just like you just fucked up and in like two whole groups of people because you had a feeling. You know what I mean? Fuck your feelings. You know who else had a feeling? Fucking the black eyed peas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Like literally the blood is on his hands. Like, I mean, if we're just going to be completely honest about it, I mean, as he, he gave that one com press conference where he talked about, oh, I'm, I want to be a cheerleader, et cetera. And I mentioned, like, as president, you're supposed to be a quarterback. Yeah, and exactly. essentially, yeah. you are a a figurehead. You are a spokesperson and a the representative of our government. The supposed to be the face of our government, and people in normal circumstances are supposed to take the advice of the president because it's supposed to be wise. He's supposed to listen to his advisors, and give solid, found advice for the American public, and guide them on what they should do during times of crisis, emergencies, and etc. And literally. He promoted this drug, told people go take it, what you got to lose, da 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 da, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> and then life. boom, in a week turnaround, we find out, oh, you can lose your life. You're more likely to lose your life <laughs> now and accelerate that process because of it. And it, it's just like, it's, it's, it's embarrassing. And it's just, I don't understand how people can just like blindly continue to defend this guy's just ridiculousness. I mean, I, w I remember going back to like, uh, Bush Jr. and uh, thinking about how crazy he was some of the time. He looks like the fucking wisest man in the world compared to what we got going on right now. It's fucking oh, mind-blowing yeah. to me. Well, it's like one of the things that I said, you know, when, when President uh, Bush was in office, like, people really didn't like that guy, and I was like, listen, he's gonna go down as, like, one of the better presidents, to be honest with you. He had to make yeah. a lot of really... He had made a lot of... He had to go through, like, really <clears throat> hard times, and he made decisions that were difficult, but I can understand most of them, except for the one with uh, when we went to war with Iraq. But even then, all of Congress was 
you know, was the majority of Congress agreed with, you know, the same study. So it's like, hey, if they all agreed, you know, it's not just that guy that was an asshole. But, you know, in this instance with, you know, uh, President Trump, he's making very poor decisions on just his feelings. And it's not he's not going with other people like just today. Like you watch I, I watch these uh, coronavirus, you know, press briefings almost daily. And he will literally get up there and say one thing and then a doctor will come right behind him and then the doctor will say another thing and then he'll come back and say something else and it's like dude you need to be on the same fucking page as your doctors the people that you're bringing up like for real and he's like i'm surprised he hasn't fired the doctor yet from like talking opposite of him well he made one guy was the head of the cdc the head of the cdc was saying that you know like if we don't like he's i think he said something like in the winter this has a chance to be like worse than it is right now and so the first thing that President Trump did for today's coronavirus thing briefing was to make him refute himself and be like, oh, well, that's not what I really said. That's not what I meant, blah, blah, blah. But it's like you were quoted like in this magazine, like I think it was like the New York Times, the Washington Post or something like that. Yeah. But it's like, that's what you said. And the first thing that the president did, because it went against what President Trump was saying, is he made him basically say that, oh, that's not what I really meant. And it's like, are you fucking serious? Like they need to stop having President Trump as party. Because like literally... The vast majority of all these briefings is him basically circle jerking himself. You know, it, all yeah. he does is just him saying, what a great <laughs> job we're doing. We, yeah, we've got all kind of ventilators now and we're doing such a great job. Meanwhile, there's over 47,000 people that have fucking died in America and this is a win for him. Are you fucking serious? This is not a win. 47,000 of your Americans are dead and you need to actually like show some goddamn, at least some fucking remorse for that shit. Like seriously, he shows no remorse. Just to point out too, I, I know it's the obvious. This is in a very short period of time. It's not 45, 47,000. Yeah, in, in two months, not a full year, not over a decade, two months. Well, Crazy. You know, remember how like in the beginning, how he was saying that, oh, well, nobody was talk nobody was uh, complaining about H1N1, you know, when the, the job that President Obama did. Listen, I actually went back and looked, cause for me, when the H1N1 came out, I was overseas. So for me, it was just like, it wasn't, in the news cycles that I was watching, because I was working overseas, news cycles are very limited. Where I was, I was in Iraq and, and, and Qatar. So when that came out, I didn't know it was a big deal. So I had to like, actually go back in time, like look through the CDC, like, well, how many people died from you know the H1N1 here, the Nowhere swine close. flu? It was twelve thousand people over over like a year. And yeah. now, like, I kept wondering why he kept not talking about the swine flu war. Is because we far exceeded that amount like, within two fucking months. So you still want to compare your record with President Obama? And listen, I don't. I didn't even really like President Obama. There's a lot of shit that he did that I did not like. Everyone on this podcast knows that shit. And he did a far, far better job than our current president has done. Like far better. There's, there's no contest or comparison that any rational human being can do anymore. Mm -hmm. Look, these numbers speak for themselves. Uh, they're 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 literally almost wartime. In fact, they are like wartime numbers, except we're talking about people's grandmothers and grandfathers. Yeah. You know, and 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 some middle-aged people, and even some younger people uh, dying and whatnot. But these numbers are ridiculous. You know, during H1N1 or SARS or bird flu, we still had uh, sports being played. We still had Vegas open. <laughs> you know what I mean? We still had a, a you know oil wasn't Horses going below uh, the the zero dollar threshold. It, this is such a much more drastic on every single aspect of society level than anything we've ever seen before in our lifetimes. Like, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. No serious person is going to debate that. Well, no, they, they will, they'll, they'll try to debate it. 
and but they're wrong. And I, I just I just don't Clowns. understand. Like there's people that are that are dead, they ain't coming back. <laughs> you know, it's it's a lot of people, and they just they they, they want to try to like. They try to do like these mental backflips and this cognitive dissonance that I really just don't understand. Like, like I said before, and I'll say it again. Like when this first happened, I was like, "Well, the numbers aren't there, so I don't understand what's a big deal." But as soon as the numbers started going up, I was like, "I totally get it." But there's people to this day that will still try to fight on the side of this like weird, "Oh, we're doing a great job thing." Oh, we got ventilators thing, and it's like, motherfucker. First of all, the fact that somebody needs to be on a goddamn ventilator is a fucking travesty. Like when we, you go on a had, ventilator, that's terrible. We had to literally make. Like tent version of uh, of ancillary morgues all around New York City. Yeah, like it, like here here is a makeshift morgue that we're gonna make in a weekend because there's so many goddamn bodies. There, 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 yeah, there's no debate. Um, no debate on that. And it's like what? people people are like, oh, uh, we're ruining the economy. This is ruining people's lives and stuff. And I remember I was like. So does death. Actually, death <laughs> ruins people's lives. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the definition of your life being ruined yeah. is death. That's so. li literally the worst. Because <laughs> you, you know what the GDP of a dead person is? Fucking zero. <laughs> yep. What's well, kind of uh, interesting when, like, when you look at the numbers because like there's the numbers of confirmed cases, but then there's the numbers of people who have died and the people who have recovered. And like those i would say if you look at the numbers i think like uh like 77,000 people have recovered from the coronavirus in Cal in america in us but 47,000 have died so it's like it's like it's almost it's it's, it's not 50-50 but it's like shit like how the fuck is it still really like i mean yeah. if you look at the full numbers it looks like the death toll is really small but if you look at the, like the recovery rate and the death like it's, it's going up so let me, are staggering, let, dude. let me explain what, what blue is talking about actually i could bring it on the screen hold on give me uh one second here to bring it on the screen so right here is what blue is talking about is if you look at the this is for the united states with the coronavirus and if you look where it says um closed cases it's 131 cases that have been closed so that's people yeah. that had that are either cured of the virus or fucking died that recovered and so look at the number eighty-four thousand people have recovered and have been discharged the deaths are 47,000 so that's like 64% have recovered and been discharged and 36% are fucking dead and everybody else yep. that's up there there's, uh, there's 849,000 people they still fucking have it yep. they don't have an outcome yet this is a fucking scary number okay. yep. I saw a uh, report I guess today saying that um I guess the first two people that actually died were in Santa Clara County. They, uh, I guess they originally were, it was thought to be in Washington um, state, but it actually ended up being in Santa Clara County. And uh, an interesting point that I, I heard somebody talk about on, uh, on one of the sports talk shows, even though we don't really have sports right now, is that um, essentially, in a weird fucked up way, the Niners losing the Super Bowl helped save a shit ton of lives. Oh shit, yeah. Because... <laughs> would have had it. I mean, I, I, I thought about it, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know what? You're, you're kind of right. Because, I mean, you would have had a, a massive parade. I mean, me and Old Ninja have been, we went to the Warriors parade. And it is, yep. you are just jam-packed, standing next person, armed arm. Just, you, you can't even go to the bathroom because you'll lose your spot in line and stuff yeah. like that. And, and essentially, that would have been a perfect, we would have been sort of like how Louisiana was, where it just like, blew up because of like Mardi Gras and festivals and stuff like that, we would have been super fucked. 
It's a petri dish. It's the literally yeah. literal live action petri dish, except you're standing on the lawn, and it just would have jumped. So have, you guys, <clears throat> have you guys heard about what they're doing at Stanford, where they're they're trying to see if that maybe the coronavirus might have originated here in California? That <laughs> there's, I guess there's people who were showing symptoms back in November and December. Yeah. And they're trying to see. They're testing people to see if they have like the antibodies for for the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. And they're they're trying to they're trying to do a study to see if it was actually done here. Well, if you saw like in, in LA, they were doing a bunch of tests on on people, and like a shitload of people had the antibodies for the coronavirus already in LA. Yeah, it was like staggering. Right. It was like way more than what people. So that, that's why I kept saying from the beginning, like after I realized that this was like a real problem, is that we need to actually institute more testing, and it's still yeah. a problem. Like testing in like some places you can get it pretty easily. Other places you, you still can't, and that's that's still a huge problem. They need to just test everybody, you know. Yeah, dude. I, I'm yeah. gonna tell you, just in 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 healthcare, it's gotta and whatnot, be free. Um, we it's have we free. are we are struggling to keep up. With, literally every week or two, there's brand new like the HICDIC or CPT codes for it, and we have to. We're trying to see. Oh, is there a price for this? Like the administrative and operational stuff around it on the back end, the, like the patients don't see, doctors don't even necessarily, uh, keep, and nurses don't even necessarily keep up with. It's moving so fast, we can barely, we can barely uh, keep track of verified information. It's it's a nightmare administratively, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, I know the the Swedish I mean, was telling me that they're going to probably going to it's probably going to get worse, worse. I yeah. mean, there are states like Florida is one yeah, of the man. cases that people keep talking about, right? Right. Well, sure, you're breaking up. They're gonna plan on opening up the beach. Oh no! I think the government's got do whole six feet, you know, thing, which is not enough testing for if all those people get sick. If those people, get, if all it takes is one person to infect a very large crowd, and if there's not enough tests, well, there's going to be more people that are going to be spreading. There, I think there's a new study that came out too that said that, like, you know, before they originally thought that it was a six feet distance that, you know, the air particles from you breathing or whatever can travel. But I think they're saying it's, it goes up to like 13 feet now. Okay. Um, well, I mean, but I do like how a lot of the, the counties are making it mandatory for people to have masks to help kind of help yeah. continue to bring down the curve. Yeah, I mean, like I was oh, yeah, at a, I'm, I was at a, a Safeway I went out and today, they, like, they turned away a guy because they didn't have a mask on. If you don't have a mask, that happened to me today. I went to go pick up some Ikes and they said no mask, no service. God dang. Like, God dang. Yeah. No glove, no love. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. If the mask don't fit, you got to quit. Uh, <laughs> damn. All right, you know we could go on and on about Rona, but we got we got some other stuff to 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 dive fucking deep balls deep into some fun stuff. Can we talk about um, Karen. Can somebody bring up Karen? So I, I want I need some. Yeah, to talk I brought about it. This. Okay, I, we can I do that. This oh. So this is Karen Bass on my end. No, <laughs> that's Carol. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's that bitch, Carol Baskin. Oh, so cool, Captain um, <laughs> So, so it's been out there that like uh, it's been a few years, I guess. But y'all have seen the meme of the lady with the like crop top, like hair, whatnot. The can I be your manager meme or whatnot? <laughs> and uh, 
apparently <laughs> this is uh been the staple for a quote-unquote karen i guess karen is now a slur so basically it's, it's supposed to refer to a a uh a suburban house mom soccer mom who is usually really upset like very very easily uh super triggered um probably <laughs> like cockled bbc in her neighborhood as well but like <laughs> apparently apparently she's like some uncultured white woman and it's supposed to be a slur now because i'm seeing it a lot on twitter i'm seeing it a lot on memes what do you all think about this Can I, this sounds ridiculous but go ahead <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's. You uh, wait, prodigy. You are supposedly the quote unquote meme lord, and you don't know about this. No, no, I do know. I, I know full well. I'm just saying <laughs> flat out. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. Yeah, in they're, my life. they're they're trying to compare. This, I like ridiculous. They're trying to compare this to the N word, and I'm like, it's not the N word, bitch. <laughs> has, has somebody? Okay, so let me let me speak to you directly, Karen. Has, has somebody burned a cross on your lawn? Has somebody hung Karens? Yeah. Has somebody killed your kids, Karen, for being Karen? <laughs> have you lost a job because your name was fucking Karen? Have yeah. somebody has somebody Got walked dragged across, by a pickup truck? Yeah, has somebody walked across the street because they wanted to avoid you, Karen, because you're on the same, breathing the same air as them? Have you ever had to slip, sip from a fucking different water fountain or use a different bathroom because your name was fucking Karen? Get the fuck out of here, you stupid entitled bitch! Dang. All you stupid motherfuckers yeah. that believe in that shit, fuck you and learn some goddamn history. Yeah. There it is. You know, that the name Karen originated from like was it the was it the barbecue chick? Was her name Karen? I have no idea. They I know, she was Becky. 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 Yeah, she's barbecue Becky. So they were calling her Becky at first, like all the moms that were always like well, I think, uh, triggered. Well, they were calling her Becky. Let, let's do let's quick, do a quick point of order though. Um, remember, I think it was 2016, maybe 2017. Whenever that Lemonade album dropped from Beyonce, that's when the whole Becky, um, uh, Becky stuff yeah. started really popping mm. off. And it was it wasn't about someone being all mad and suburban or whatever is about someone trying to steal your husband from you and and you going on wax with like a you know a generic name or whatever with it wait wait but wait that, that was on. its own thing but what about when plies brought it up and he said foe we fuck give me that becky 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 marry me becky becky would what you what year be? was that was that before uh, lemonade i might have been yeah. Oh, yeah, was way before yeah, lemonade. That was. But but it didn't. Yeah, I don't feel right. like it. I don't feel like that took it off did. and became a thing. Correct. It did not. I, I mean, I know I know the verses that he's talking about, but it obviously Beyonce says something. It, it goes off like wildfire, and so that became yeah. sort of like the popular, the popular uh, sort of thing to say. Oh yeah. Go, go, so hold on. If you go Why? wiki, if you go wiki and look up Karen, it has a fucking picture of um, of Kate Goslin. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> oh no, no. Cause she has that, no. that she had that Karen haircut. It's always that uh, haircut with the little bob and the little <laughs> little wow. half the half hawk or whatever. So um yeah. Plaza's Becky came out in two thousand nine. Okay. So I mean, I mean I'm I'm with it. it. I think it just took on a, a totally different context and became uh, like a thing after Beyonce, just like yeah. how the whole by Felicia stuff technically started in the first Friday movie, but it didn't become a thing again until earlier this decade or, or yep. the, I don't know, two, uh, 2014, 2013, whatever it was, when it started getting popular again and people who hadn't seen Friday started using that term. Are you talking about, but, uh, talking about by Felicia? 
Yeah, to buy Felicia. Well, yeah, that's just funny because they, they have no idea who the fuck Felicia was. They were just saying, like, yeah. have you even watched Friday? I'm like, what, what's yeah, Friday? Exactly. Like, get the fuck out of here. That's when I say buy Felicia. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it, 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 it's crazy. And here's the thing. Like, if you're this fucking sensitive, like, what the fuck? It, it is a, an actual name of several hundreds of thousands of human beings on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> But you say it's a slur. Yeah, a slur. Where it originated from? I don't know. I just say okay, boomer. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Uh, people out here calling these ladies Beckys. They're like, oh, some Becky came in here. Be quiet. Or no, Karen. These Karens came up in here. This sounds like a Karen. Get out of here, Karen. (laughs) It started. It started. I've seen it more and more. I mean, at first I was like, is this now? It's not what's going on out there. But but you know what's funny though? If you tell people, oh, I don't like you using that, that's gonna be all the fuel that they need to start using it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it's already happened. I'm pretty sure it's already been out there. Yeah. It, all it needs get all it needs is a video. We need a video of someone recording someone, <laughs> calling someone a Karen, then being offended, and then it goes online and then it's over. Then you got to remix it, put in a music video. Good to go. Yep. Oh god. Kickman in the in the chat said that it's also slang for cocaine. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I've heard. Yeah. White girl. I've heard call it called just white girl in general. Mm. So now that, that white girl, so I guess that white girl has a name, huh? I guess uh, so. We need the more you know image to come across the screen. Yeah, I don't have it. I don't have it up. Sorry. I feel like I feel like Karen. She she's probably a a, a queen of a queen of spades. Oh, you yes. know she is. You already know. <laughs> she up here talking about I want to see the manager. She's bitching up a storm in front of her kids, calling people the N-word. But then on the weekend, she had Jamal come over. Yeah, but Jamal, Jamal, yeah. Jamal ain't spending the night. And Jamal ain't seeing you in, per- yeah. ain't seeing you in public. <laughs> Trying to tell you she her be calling it wrapped and coffee yeah. and shit like that. Oh, no. as, as, as Cake Man would say, that's weekend pussy. So, yeah. Actually, there not even go. that. That's like kind of worth the weekend pussy. That's like, that's that's one hour pussy. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta fucking leave. Did y'all see? Did y'all see the uh, the the latest and greatest news like for HBO Max uh, coming out in May? I saw a commercial for that. I saw Looney Tunes are going to be on there, which doesn't make any kind of fucking sense. (laughs) Oh, they're buying them everything, unless it's uh, unless it's a dough rated. Well, so I think that's under the larger umbrella of like Turn, uh, Turner or AT and T or Warner Brothers, or they're under Warner Brothers because it's all the Batman, all the DC stuff. We'll be and there. then a whole bunch of uh, Cartoon Network shit like Rick and Morty Rick and, and, and Boondocks. Mm-hmm. They're already advertising it with Rick and Morty on there. They're advertising a uh, like Wonder Woman being on there. Not 1984, just the the OG, the original. Um... Damn, you cut out. Yeah, I did. Wonder Woman with Gal. Oh. <clears throat> am I am I not there? No, nope. you're here now. I can move now. Uh, there now. I don't know. Mission Control, can you hear me? all right houston uh, i'm back um also hbo max is promoting original content so we had some news about uh jj abrams doing a justice league dark series for hbo max so that that was announced i think last week or whatnot but there's other shows coming to hbo max that are are uh fresh content as well as all their movies and whatnot so this might be huge 
So I'm I'm confused though. This this is this has me kind of fucked up. So let's say you were one of these people that um, got the DC app over the mm. course of the past year. Does does this roll over into it, or are you just SOL? It seems like this has some of the same shit. No idea. So I heard rumors that DCU will disappear and be maybe be HBO Max. Well, it's it's kind but of I this, doubt it. It's the same deal with like you know HBO Go and HBO Now. I mean they're they're separate entities. They're probably still going to have HBO Go and HBO Max. So I'm pretty sure they're still going to have the DC thing as like a separate service because uh, HBO Max is going to be a, a more expensive service. Basically, HBO Max is supposed to be like a cable replacement. So think of it that way because because mm. they're owned by AT and T. Yeah. So but that, but they will have but just to make sure I'm on the same page and I'm looking at the uh, a website listing it they're having things like DC's Doom Patrol yeah, yeah. and and the Lego Mo they're going to have some of the same DC content on both oh yeah uh, and yeah, a lot of the CW CW stuff that's on Netflix now will move over to HBO Max no I, I don't think it's gonna, it's going to be on HBO Max but I think you're still going to be able to find it on other things it's still uh, oh yeah you will for a for a, a limited amount of time because the I, Netflix's deal no, with CW real. ended, they already posted on this. They're saying that stuff's moving to HBO Max later on this year. But it's not going to be everything. So. Not everything's going to be like that because they, they still have deals and they still make a lot of money. I forget the name of the fucking term, but the way that, licensing, they still license these things out to other companies. Like for oh, yeah, 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 for yeah. HBO, for instance, like there's no way they're going to stop French like licensing out. HBO to like say Comcast and DirecTV and Dish, so you're still gonna be able to find all that content there. There's no way they're gonna take it all off of there because for them it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's easy money. But they but basically what HBO Max is gonna do is they're, they're getting rid of it's like a, they're getting rid of an AT&T service. I think it's HBO something. I forget what it's called, but they're basically they're they're replacing that with HBO mm. or now or whatever the fuck they call it HBO Max. So that that's what they're doing. So it's reporting that HBO Max. It's going to have 10,000 hours of content, including original programming. Yeah. I mean, it, they, they have some stuff I want to watch. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. Um, it's, it seems like it's about the same, roughly the same price as Netflix. I don't think out of the mm -hmm. gate they're going to be anywhere close to as, as, um, as having that hot shit like Netflix seems to do every fucking few weeks. But... It, look, I, yeah, some of the stuff I want to see, like the Matrix movies, Lord of the Rings, and and you know some of these DC stuff. That that sounds fucking cool. Plus, uh, being able to watch South Park and fucking um, uh, all of the Cartoon Network stuff, like Adventure Time and shit, that sounds interesting to me. Oh, you can do that on Hulu, though. I mean, so that's, True. I'm using True. Hulu Live Plus or whatever Max. I don't know what the fuck it's called. I think it's Hulu Plus. And it's great because they because yeah. they got rid of uh, was a PlayStation View. They dropped um, all service like earlier this year, so I had to pick a new service and Hulu won. So Hulu's been pretty good. Go. There you go. We, yeah, we'll I had Hulu for a little bit, and yeah, Hulu's pretty decent. Like their content providing and like um, you know being able to record shows, pretty mm -hmm. legit. But what do you use? I don't know. Fourteen eighty nine seems like a lot for. Oh no, I'm paying way more than that. I'm using it as like a, my cable service. So I, I get HBO through them, Cinemax, fucking H Showtime. But I get everything. I'm saying for HBO, oh. for HBO Max, it's fourteen. It's gonna be fifteen dollars a month for it. And uh, I think what I think Disney's what six ninety nine right now. No, yeah, something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So look, uh, looks like their HBO Max is gonna have some Adventure Time original content. Adventure Time Distant oh, Lands, BMO, 
That's gonna be exclusively on HBO Max. Did you say BMO? BMO, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> BMO. <laughs> BMO. Yeah, it's been some time in a while. Not, uh, my bad. But yeah, this, <laughs> there's gonna be uh, exclusive Adventure Time content. Looks like as there's they, gonna be Green Lantern series. Looks as like. long as they have Taxi Taxi Cab Confessions and Real Ooh. Sex series. Oh, oh yeah. God. They need to bring oh, Real Sex back. Real Sex oh. is a fucking great show. That's the Dude, one that, thing that, that made me a man. Netflix, this doesn't have. <laughs> That show made me a man, goddammit. Yeah. I, I oh, thought yeah. that was. I remember, I remember, I remember seeing so the Bunny here, Ranch on there. I was like, go. holy shit, the Bunny Ranch is a shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That was, that was a good show, actually. That was actually a really good show. Uh, so check it out. I got one for you all. This is for you Karens out there. Uh, friends, friends, all the friends will be on HBO Max. Uh, fuck Friends. <laughs> I don't think I've ever watched an episode of Friends. Oh man, man. Came back love that show and I'm like, uh no. I, I can't watch that shit. <laughs> We're gonna see. Um Yeah, the, the other <laughs> the other big one though, uh I saw that for staying on track with Warner Brothers, uh they're following suit with uh what was it, the Trolls Two movie where they're going to have their uh cartoon Scooby movie going mm -hmm. straight to rental or whatever, oh. obviously because of all the theaters and whatnot. I'm gonna fucking do this. I'm a big fan of fucking Scooby Doo. I always fucking have, have been. Um, this looks fucking interesting. I was gonna see this in theaters with my kids. I will watch it at fucking home with my goddamn kids. It looks good. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, hey, it's it's good. There. I mean, I mean they, they smash they smash records, so they might as well keep it going. Mm-hmm. What were you saying? I like, I like that theaters are doing that, or companies are doing that. They're releasing everything straight to streaming service or whatever. Just because, like, I don't know, we're gonna we're gonna have a point where there's not gonna be any movies for us to watch. Like, just run out of content to watch. To be honest, they ain't filming right now. Nowhere. Yeah. Nope. So. Unless they're doing it in Florida, because Florida's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are gonna did, fucking see. We we are gonna fucking. Did anybody see. else uh, besides uh, Prodigy watch uh, Black Fuck? I watched the oh. first one, and it was uh, it was I pretty good. Part of it, yeah. Uh, it was funny. I yeah, I I I, I was impressed. Uh, Stitch kept uh, kind of nudging me and saying, "Hey, check this out! Check this out! I know you're a fan of uh, Blackish and Kenya Barras." Um, and it's like a curb your enthusiasm meets Blackish in a whole lot of fucking ways, and it's yeah. got some good fucking music to it. It's funny. I've seen some really aggravating and stupid uh, controversy. Black Twitter's <laughs> mad. <laughs> I, I saw them getting mad at, uh, what's what the, what's the wife? Um, Rashida oh, Jones? It's, um, yeah, Quincy Jones' daughter, which is fascinating. Um, who, who dated but, Tupac back in the day. What, did she yes. marry one of the Jacksons? This, or is that another one? I don't, I, I'm, I don't even, I mean, it could be her sister or something like that. But Black Turtle was mad because you're gonna call a show black as fuck, and they're all light skinned Blah blah blah. Get the fuck out of here. Exactly. <laughs> you just fucking hate ass people. But the show is so good. Like I was I, dying hold, laughing. Hold on, let's, let's put a put a pin in that real quick. I like how racist black people are against other black people because we're lights. Because oh, people it, are light skinned I'm light skinned right now because I, I got no fucking sun, but I'm, I'm pretty much light skinned anyway. But it's like the crabs. Are, yeah, they're, they're yeah, exactly. They're fucking crabs. Like. <laughs> I don't understand the point of like trying to tear down somebody because of the color of their skin. The fact that they don't realize 
that they're doing the same exact fucking shit as some a white person that is judging them about the color of their skin is fucking bullshit. So fuck how, all of them that think that way. Fuck how, you. How about this? How about this though? I, I found it hilarious that we all seem to collectively, no matter who you were, loved Fresh Prince. And that was about this rich family in Bel Air uh, with a rapper nephew and having fun and, and doing all kinds of stuff. Sometimes they had some social, uh, socially important uh, messages and whatnot on a very special episode. But there, but with the exception of uh, Second Aunt Viv, uh, there was never any color <laughs> issues or whatever. And, and hating on, oh, I can't stand uh, Hillary Banks because she's too light skinned. There was never that was never a thing on Fresh Prince. Well, even with the Cosby Show too. Yeah, Lisa Bonet. Lisa, mean, Lisa, Lisa Bonet and the, the other sister too. Both of them were light skinned. Only yeah, the one yeah. that was really dark yeah, was. He said um, the right way. He said light skinned. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was wasn't it the sister that was married to the. Okay, there, was an, the there was an older Sandra. sister that showed Sandra. up way later. Yeah, yeah Sandra. Sandra. Yeah. Sandra. Yeah, and then Rudy and um, what's the name? The only ones that were dark. Yeah. Oh, Rudy. Oh, it was actually Rudy, Vanessa, and uh, Theo. Theo. Yeah, they're the only ones yeah. dark skin. So, but I, but I, what, what did Vivian do on on uh, Fresh Prince to Bel Air? What was her job? I can't remember. With, with dark skin and Viv or light skin and Viv? There's two different women. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> what did they do? With, uh, what did they do for a job? What? Yeah, <laughs> she didn't have no job. What did she do? I don't think so. I don't know. Did she have a job? She, yeah. she, she was no. She was, married, she, she was married to the judge. <laughs> no, well, Phil. The, well, Phil was a lawyer at first, and then became a judge. Yep. Yep. But Unviv, I don't what know what she did. I know she wanted to be a dancer. I, <laughs> I thought she was a lawyer too. No, I don't think so. I don't well, think so. Back I'm then, sure. back then, you got away with having a, a, a one-income household, so you know it was okay. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you, if well, you were a lawyer, you were gonna the, go. On the Cosby Show, I think um, um, Bill Cosby was a doctor, and Claire was a, was a lawyer. Correct. She was. Correct. Yeah. But yeah, so th this show is actually kind of in that same vein but with modern and kind of with more curb your enthusiasm stuff but i thought the whole hatred on rashida jones who is hilarious and does a great job yes. as the wife i was like how do you hate on her i like the chemistry between kenya and rashida even more than i like it on blackish with andre and uh Dr. Rainbow or whatever but it, yeah. it reflects kenya's real life in a lot of ways if you look at his family this is about as close with not using his actual family members as you could possibly get for a show. Well, you know, this this is what's hilarious yes. to me. This this and this is why, gen just me personally, why I generally don't fuck with Black Twitter, is that Black Twitter will demand representation out there, you know, in, in media, and then when we get representation, but it's something that they don't happen to like, they shit all over it. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. they ask for rep representation in comic books. Meanwhile, none of them buy fucking comic books. They ask for yeah. representation in TV shows. Yeah, multiple TV shows that having to do with you know black families and because it's something you don't like to see you shit on it the correct way is to be like hey this show's not for me and just leave it alone at that it's gonna be for somebody you know but don't sit there yeah. and, and get on the internet and and use that crab mentality and, and pull them down see, they're doing hard work for something that they think is important people are going to enjoy that yeah, that's like it's, uh, it's like the tv show blackish like i don't watch that show because i think the name of the show is fucking dumb just because like growing up as a kid if you didn't act black they say like, "Oh, you act blackish and stuff like that." I just, I just I was the same that, way. That show is basically like a stereotype, and the same thing yeah. for like Fresh Off the Boat and the Goldbergs. Like, yeah, those titles, the titles of those shows are fucking racist names, and I don't, I don't know why people well, aren't complaining about that. 
Well, let me let me let me let me jump in. Let me jump in though, because it is one of the shows that I have watched quite a bit. I think if you watch it, you will get a better sense of where the title is coming from, because it isn't anything close to what you described yeah. at all. It's extremely similar to this show that we're talking about, Black as Fuck, <clears throat> on on Netflix. It just has a what's his name Andre in it. And I mean, someone who's watching this is obviously going to point out the fact we've talked about the title of this show before multiple fucking times. But of course, people are going to see five black men on a show called Blacker Than Black Times Infinity and have a problem with Ernie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I uh, I was uh, the same way as Blue. I didn't had no interest in watching uh, Blackish just because I was like, oh, whatever. I, 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 there's nothing in, intriguing about me seeing this. It just sounds like a bunch of stereotypical type stuff. Exactly. But. I, I mean, because of quarantine, I was like, oh, black, black as fuck. Okay, let me let me see what this is about. And it is so good. Like, they are on the nose on so many topics and just subtle, like, I don't know if dog whistling is the right word for stuff that, because normally when I use the word dog whistling, it's something that, like, a white person says or does that we pick up on as a black person. Yeah, like, that's it, fucked up. Wait, wait, wait. You mean something that Karen would say? Yeah. <laughs> but... They, they they do it in this show that like as a black person you yeah. pick up on what they are saying that a lot of people don't really even know and they're not Dude, beating you over the head with the, it the and it's so cleverly written the NSX and the fucking the Prius bro I was dying what the guy was saying yeah. about his NSX <laughs> oh <laughs> I was like that oh my was god great. Yeah. that was so great all I want to say is let me know when you get to the menace to society scene you're gonna oh, die god. laughing <laughs> <laughs> I'm on, I'm on episode three. I'm actually savoring it kind of and just going slowly through it. I saw the episode where they did the rave and all of that, uh, which was episode two. Oh, oh good. But, you know, he, he's cursing at his kids, which I fucking love. I've always loved that aspect of things because <laughs> you just get so frustrated. Uh, whether it's Bernie Mac or Homer Simpson doing it, I always love that in, in shows. Um, and, then, and then, again, I, I like the fact that Kenya is like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to show this the way I want to show it. He's doing the writing, he's doing the producing. I didn't I didn't know he could act, but I, I feel like he's just acting like himself on this. <laughs> well, you know what's, yeah. you know what's great is because, you know, uh, K-Mac watched the first one with me and she like got, got educated on like uh, a part in the first episode. She was like, oh, I didn't know it was like, I forget what they, they like went back in time was like breaking down a certain issue. And she was like, you know oh, what it was? What was it? It, I, was I, the dre the, it was the whole, I, I forget the term, but it was the whole dressing up. Yes, no, not not not, even, not the even white gays too though. But it was it was the the Sunday your Sunday best, Sunday best, yeah, yeah. And she was she had yeah, like, like, no idea. Like oh, she didn't know that that term wearing your Sunday best. Well, yeah, I mean, she didn't really go to to church really. I mean, I bear I well, I did, I guess, because I was there with uh yeah, yeah I've seen you in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably, probably the last time either of us been to church was when we saw each other exactly. at church. But uh, but yeah, it's like there's so much stuff that was like ingrained in us being african-americans that are detrimental to us even to this day that most caucasians have no idea but it, but that's okay you know they're not going to know you know they, they weren't showing it at all but it's cool to like sit down you know with a caucasian woman and then her be like oh shit i didn't know about that and like really find it insightful you know that, that's cool to me and, and i will say this and that's awesome i'm really glad to hear that Kratos. um I would say, you know, there's some there are some episodes of Blackish, and it's been on for a long fucking time, that I think you're gonna have the same types of conversations, if not even more in depth, 
Yeah. I mean, again, same writer, same kind of director. It's it's the same producer too, of this show, but it's it it it's a winner. It's a winner to me. I don't understand why so a lot of people, plenty of black folks, but a lot of people were semi hating on it, and I I was like. I don't see the hate. I don't. I don't see the reason for uh, it. You know what I want? Well, I, I want. Anthony Anderson had that rape case. <laughs> what? Uh, what? Anthony Anderson had like a, a rape case when the show first started. So he had a a, a charge that was, yeah. I think, dropped. He's never been convicted of that. Just to be really, really clear. But go I'm ahead. pretty sure that's one of the things that. Yeah. Well, what I want Could is be. for all oh. these for all, for these haters of. You know this this show and these types of shows is I want them to make their own show and then see how well it does because it's not going to do as well at all. It's gonna it's gonna be fucking dog shit. Um, and, and you have to remember, listen, if you want to have in- inclusivity, diversity, blah blah blah, go down the fucking list of your fucking names of bullshit. If you want to have that stuff, you're gonna have shows that you're not gonna like. That is part yep. of having enough content out there to really make people appreciate your culture is that you're going to have parts of your culture that you might not want to see or you might not even like or something you might not even agree with. That That is still part of the culture that you identify with. That's why I like more like identifying as, as an American because mm-hmm. this is where like the vast majority of our culture comes from is here in America, not from Africa. And that should not be controversial to say. If you think it's controversial, go to fucking Africa and you'll see the same shit that I saw. And, yeah. you know, I, yeah. it, it's not bad at all, but we're just, we're different fucking people. And people here in America that are African-American, they want to have, like, a pass on, like, what's acceptable to be an African-American as if somehow your experience here in America is vastly different from um, pretty much anybody else or saying that their experience from, from Africa, which they never experienced their entire fucking life, makes them uniquely different here in America. It doesn't. Your entire experience here in America is based on America. And the fact that you have a different skin tone <laughs> does change that. But I would say maybe fucking 10% of your American experience here in America has to do with Africa. That's it. I think you hit, hit it perfectly on the head when you said how, they, how people identify. Because when when, uh, a lot of times when people are described as being, oh, they're, they're black as hell or, or whatever, they, they automatically attach that with being ghetto yeah. and all these other negative connotations and stuff. And essentially, if I'm just some regular dude or chick on black Twitter... And oh, I'm gonna show this black as fuck is gonna be like me. And you turn it on, you see uh, a family with six kids, yeah. all loving. They are together, yeah. and they are they're they aren't middle class. They aren't lower class. They're capitalist they are class. Upper upper fucking no, rich as no, fuck. It's called the capitalist so class. Like, I used to be there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how the fuck did how they feel offended? They're like I'm black as fuck. But I'm not seeing myself represented in these uh, positive imageries that are being displayed on the show. Because even though, I mean, you can kind of nitpick and because he does some stuff that yeah, isn't not perfect I agree as with. a yeah. father or whatever. But it, it's it's much better than what you have preconceived in your mind as, as being black. Well, it's because I, I yeah. think that a lot of people here in America, you know, um, probably especially, not, not, not especially, it's some African Americans, all right? they think that there's no way that we can get to that point. And that's fucking sad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's they, they think that we can only do certain jobs. And, and even like what I just said, what this show is about kind of proves it like a little bit because they're in a certain... Um, they're in the entertainment industry. Like I would love mm-hmm. to see... Um, I'd love to see a show about like 
an African-American like IT guy that made a bunch of money or, you know, mm-hmm. an African-American, you know, something that's not in the entertainment industry at all, like not even connected at all. That's what I want to see. But would that sell? Probably fucking not because people don't think that exists, but I fucking exist. You know what I mean? But that's, that's just for me. So, you know, I, I get the, the dichotomy there, but at the same time, you, you can't shit on somebody that, that is successful in a way that they're not successful. And they're just, they're hating. It's like, like you said before, man, it's, it's the crab mentality. So, I mean, we all need to admit what people want to see. Obviously, what they're hating on, they want to see a family doing hood shit. That's what they want to see. Yeah. They want to see Riley from the Boondocks. Yeah. So they wanted yeah. Yeah, that or some other crazy shit where they're doing being ghetto, doing fucking dumb fucking shit. It's like watch watching Power. Redneck TV. What? Well, oh, you know what's, what's kind of ironic though? The show talks about Kenya being from Inglewood and obviously moving to like this Bel Air, Beverly Hills area. And he's in the entertainment industry and he's wildly successful, like he is in real life. But still wearing a fat ass gold chain. <laughs> yeah. Gold <laughs> chain. Yeah, and and then and, and wearing like uh, uh, the equivalent of, of of Jordans and 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 three thousand dollars sweatsuits and having some <laughs> quote unquote Inglewood tendencies. And so y- you have a lot going on here if you actually just fucking paid attention. But you know, I I, I feel like some people didn't like the pilot and stopped right there. But I, I say keep on. Oh, you mean, going. you mean like you and Star Trek, oh, Star Trek Discovery? <laughs> was that like no, that was CBS's. That was CBS's fault. No, that's your fault. Shut the fuck up. Watch the goddamn show. That's a strong. That's a strong African American like, lead female. Watch the goddamn show. Yeah, mm. it's free for the next six days. So yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, all right. I if it's <laughs> If it's if it's free, I'll fuck with it. <laughs> you have six days. No, seriously, I I, I, re- I respect the fact that y'all y'all have uh, promoted the, the ever loving fuck out of it. Um, <laughs> Good show. But yeah, so we we will we will fucking see. I'm gonna keep watching what, black as fuck. Wait, quick quick question: What was a better um, a positive look on black families, the Cosby Show or Blackish? So I think well, I think the Cosby the Cosby Show was. Look, let me just. Oh, okay. Let, let me just say this. The Cosby Show, for perspective, for those who fucking don't know, was literally on the air during the crack epidemic. And so, uh, and at a time when some people had never, ever seen any black person, especially on television, uh, being, you know, a par- uh, in a household with a doctor and a lawyer and doing well and whatnot. For its time, I mean, you talk about some iconic status, I don't. I don't think you can. Yeah. You can find a more influential black show. Well, I mean, I mean this is an easy statement. Before you know the Cosby Show, name me a single positive black male role model on TV. Maybe the Jefferson dude. Maybe. Oh, uh, maybe. Or uh, maybe Benson. No, 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 no. Ben- not that. Not as successful. <laughs> I mean, oh. I was gonna say the. I was gonna say. Um, oh shit! Slip my mind. The. Uh, the one with JJ. We're gonna say Sanford and Son. Talking about good times? Good times? No. Good times. <laughs> so I mean, good times. Yeah, I would say good times, but then that wasn't a good reputation either because they lived in like the fucking ghetto. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Projects. All that, all those things. Like it was never like a, an African American family that had made it. You know what I mean? Well, well, well. Uh, uh, good, uh, good, not times, good times, I guess. but uh, um, yeah, moving on. Moving up, yeah. Well, they, just, they, they moved to up. the east side and know a fucking apartment. They didn't. You know, it's like. 
Come on, man. <laughs> it was a it was yes, a fancy it, apartment it, though. It, it wasn't a that, that, it wasn't a fucking doctor. It was a project. Yeah, it was still in the project. No. No, no, I'm not okay. I'm sorry. You are talking about good job. I'm talking about the Jeffersons. I'm sorry. I got to remember the, I got to remember the Jeffersons. And with, I'm pretty uh, sure. with the Weezy, with Weezy and um yeah, move was it Curtis? Yeah, we're moving on up, moving on up. To the east side. Yeah, they just they moved to the east side. That in, in North apartment. In the sky. In the sky, though. Yeah, but yeah. they own their own fucking house in the, in the yeah. Cosby show. They were in like a brownstone. Yeah, projects they? are in the sky. Yeah. yeah. They were still in the projects. Like, it's in the like, fucking song. Hold on. <laughs> no, they were in, but they're in uh, Upper East Side in New York. Isn't that like a ritzy area? It's not in Queens. Was there in Queens? Well, I gotta look up the lyrics now. I'm pretty sure it's a, it's a deluxe oh. apartment. It doesn't live in a deluxe apartment in the sky. A deluxe apartment is not a fucking brownstone in New York. No, so they moved no, from but Queens to Manhattan. Yeah, Dude, Manhattan. Yeah, they, and, all and I George know is, owned a, George owned a dry cleaning chain. Yeah, he, owned a, he was a business owner. He, j, j, for its time in the 70s, it's hard to go look back 40, 50 yeah. years. But for its time, George Jefferson was doing quote unquote well for himself. Well, I'm sticking with rapey ass Bill Cosby. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, wow. in real life, he was a rapist, but in the show, he was a doctor. He had a really nice yep. house yeah. and a really cool family, but yeah. he raped a bunch of women. And a fine ass daughter. Family. Yeah. He sure did. Lisa Bonet sure. can still get the business. <laughs> he sure did. Oh, man. No, this is good. This is good. I'm glad y'all watched some of that. Uh, did y'all see the the news on we got uh, a fucking title for Venom two? Yeah. Did y'all see this? See, I don't get. This is what weirds me out, like especially when from the Oathbreaker, because oh he's more excited for a Spider Man movie that doesn't have Spider Man in it, and the two movies that that by the MCU that Spider Man right. he's up here frowning and fucking. How how is Venom a Spider Man movie? It's based, it has vi- so for one, your boy Oathbreaker called it a Spider-Man movie. Number two, even though he's not in it, Venom is a Spider-Man villain. The movie's based around him. Okay, so I can be happy about whatever the fuck I want oh, to be. Oh, here we go. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. If if you recall, if you rewind the fucking tape, I was excited. I was on board with Tom Hardy playing Venom the first time. I was more excited than everybody on this show about about the first Venom, and it had its problems. It was not a perfect movie by any stretch, but it did extremely like well. It, it did extremely well, though. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking then, forward to the sequel. We were yeah, all collectively off. had our issues with Venom before we saw the movie. We thought it was a little bit weird how there's no Spider-Man. We were wondering how they're going to make Venom into this anti-hero, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So we were all very skeptical going in, just kind of like how we were all skeptical, admittingly, at Wonder Woman when we saw what was the first trailer for still shots. Yeah, yeah, but hold on, hold on, hold on. I was, I, was, I was nowhere near as skeptical of Venom prior to releases. You only, as some of you guys, only because I was saying this looks like it's going to be uh, a, a like six, seven hundred million dollar movie in terms of Tom Hardy puts butts in seats. I said that multiple times. I, 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 if, I mean, I remember I w- had originally wanted it to be rated R because I always to me yeah, has been a, a, a rated R thing. So when it was PG-13, I was like, I was a little bit kind of warmed up, cooled down on my excitement for it. I was happy that it was supposed to be taking place in like San Francisco. I thought that was cool uh, rather than it taking place always in like New York. And I was curious mm-hmm. to see if they were going to do any sort of hints or 
or winks at him being connected to Spider-Man in some sort of way. So I went in kind of with no expectations just because I didn't know what to expect because they were just gonna make the rules as they went along. Um, it was okay. It made a lot of money. I didn't think it was a, a great movie, but it, it made money. I, I won't deny that it that part of it. I just didn't think it was all that great of a movie. I did, here's the thing, just to be really clear. If I really love something, I give it over an 8.0. I did not give it an 8.0 or, or above. You can rewind. You got your you got your notes. I, I didn't give it. Well, my notes are on my phone. I can't look at it right now. All right. But even like like for like anti-hero movies or like villain-made movies, like the Joker. I I gave. I thought that was gonna be fucking dog shit garbage just because I didn't like how the trailer looked. But the movie was excellent. Like it was really well done. And I wouldn't say that was a Batman movie. I would say it's a Joker movie. And I feel like Venom was a Venom movie. It wasn't a Spider-Man movie. But according to the Oathbreaker, he calls it a Spider-Man movie. He literally said Sony yeah, gave us three Spider-Man fucking products, one of them being Venom. And I'm well, just like, it? wait. That's because that's because Venom is intimately supposed to be tied to Spider-Man. And it this is a lot Sony. This is part of Sony's uh, live-action, quote-unquote, Spider-Verse without Spidey. See, see I, you're trying to checkmate him, old ninja, and <laughs> you just need to move the, the, the knight a couple squares over and get him like this. His main, his main beef with Black Widow is that Taskmaster is not her villain. However, we watched a Venom movie that has no hint of Spider-Man, but you are okay with that. He Check okay me. With that. So the Venom movie, <laughs> the Venom movie has already come and gone. I did not love it. I liked it, and I don't have to have any interest in Black Widow at all. I haven't had any interest. I've kept it consistent from jump. I didn't. I didn't have interest in her as a kid. I didn't have interest in her as a preteen. I haven't had an interest in her except as a secondary character in like Winter Soldier and whatnot all along. But your hate on it has been that Taskmaster. Your your one of your vocal hating points is that Taskmaster is not a Black Widow villain. Blah blah he, blah blah blah. He just is. He just he, he. You know what it is? He's above her. Like he should be. <laughs> Taskmaster should have been in a is Spidey or, or, or he. But here's, here's the thing. I feel like Taskmaster would have been perfect in a in a Spider-Man or Captain America movie of some sort. Hold on. I, hold I, on. I, I feel like he would have done Hold on. Prodigy, real quick. Taskmaster gets his ass whooped a lot Every by the A-listers, a lot. So I think that it is perfectly fine to have Taskmaster as like on a more of an even surface with Black Widow because any comic he gets his ass whooped quite frequently. Mm -hmm. Every every single comic book villain gets their ass whooped very frequently. But I mean, I mean he's I like it's almost he's barely he's like a. He's a B or a C class villain in my book. Seriously. Yeah, of he's course. like the Hulk. What's up? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> he, he, he's, he's not Damn. A class. He's not A class in any in any way usually. And that's why it's However, Black Widow. However, wait, wait, wait. though, he's always been tied to fighting against Spider-Man or Captain America or or, or someone on of that sort. He's not known for being again a, a Black Widow villain. That's just facts. He's no he's known for fighting almost each one of the Avengers differently or singly, but he, he still loses regardless. And just because he has fought Captain America and Spidey doesn't mean he hasn't fought other Marvel heroes that are A, B, and C list, which he has, and still lost. But yet you're out here 
still upset that Black uh, uh, Taskmaster is a when is Taskmaster a solo Black Widow villain? And he's not a solo villain to anyone really. He who is but you the know the who is the antithesis to Taskmaster? But here's the pro here's the bigger problem though. Uh, usually, that's usually, not an let me just let me just say this. Usually in origin movies like your Black Panther, like your Batman, first Batman movie, like your Superman movies, like oh, Captain America, you usually have your most well-known and comic book based villain as your arch nemesis. You you usually go for that. Like that's so in, your, with, in your first movie, that's what you usually do. But again, who is, who's basically the one that Taskmaster always fights off against? And I don't see him having a solo and this is like he has a solo hero that he always fights so, against. He's always fighting against multiple different can, Avengers. Can I end the argument? What? Taskmaster was first introduced in the Avengers, number 195. There you go. Black Widow was in the Avengers at the time. That doesn't make this him a solo uh, Black it Widow. Makes him an Avengers <laughs> villain, and she was in the Avengers at the time. That's why they're doing this. Yeah, but here's the thing, dude. He wasn't a solo. Again, he wasn't a solo villain when he first introduced. He was a team villain. Yeah, but every time you have a superhero's first movie, you go up against what's known as your solo arch nemesis. No, that's that's Batman. no, no, no. With Iron well, Man, look, look. with Iron Man, his his fucking stain. That guy sucked. Come on, man. Obadiah. Stain. I mean, yeah, Obadiah, Obadiah. stain. That was Obadiah the first stain. villain. That yeah. that was not one of his main villains. He was, a he, was Batman, a, he was a corporate villain. For Batman and for Captain America and for uh, T'Challa. Like, yeah, but I'm bringing you a, a, like an actual one that does not fit your narrative at all. And that was and that was one of the best movies. That was one of the ones that you know made the MCU kind of blow up. And it was it was for a villain that didn't really fit. Same thing with like when they had the Mandarin wasn't really the Mandarin, but it, the, the real Mandarin is yet to be seen. Movie. Yeah, but the real Mandarin is yet to be seen in Iron Man, and that was his main villain for like most of his fucking career. For, uh, and they told the MCU, granted, as Cronus uh, brought this up from uh, Comic Con, they're going to basically reintroduce the Mandarin and make him the way he should be, not that, the way that, he Okay, was. hold on, hold on, hold on. That's a fucking. Is that confirmed? Is, what movie is that going to oh, be? Yeah. Oh, no. sh the Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. We'll see. What, what, what? We'll what? fucking see. Oh, There's, there, you've seen okay. no trailers. You've seen no confirmation of any of that. You speculate. You speculate. No, no, no. We have report from Cronus himself. Cronus, what did you see? What did you see about uh, the Mandarin, the Makluan rings in the Mandarin at Comic-Con? Oh, yeah. They, they, they heavily hinted at him being, him, them coming back. It was in the, uh, the, the fucking MCU, like, the Marvel panel. He's are coming they, back. Are they going to bring back... Um... The I totally forgot about that. from Iron Man three, the the guy who has all the rings, not Thanos, but the guy who has all the, the Mandarin. Mandarin. That's, that's what we're talking Mandarin. about. Mandarin, yeah, they're gonna be. Are they gonna bring him back? Yeah, so they, they actually, probably, they actually went so far as to actually show scenes where we didn't even notice that there's people that are wearing the rings and they have the tattoos of the ten rings. So wait, I'm sorry. They, you saw a trailer with that? Or well, a it teaser? was it was a teaser, and it was showing how basically the Mandarin okay. was gonna come back. And they were actually showing like scenes that people like totally missed, like ones that I didn't even see. Well, that I, I watched the scenes, but I didn't recognize that there were people that had like the the Ten Rings tattoo on their wrist, and people that mm. had rings on them that nobody noticed in like the movies and the shows. 
maybe they will go back, but it sounds like it will still be absent or not associated with any type of Iron Man 4 with Robert Downey yeah, Jr. Yeah, I think it was with oh, yeah. Shang... What was the guy? The, the new Shang, Asian dude? Shang, Shang La, Shang... Shang Shi. remember his name. Yeah. But yeah. But I it, well, well I remember, like, I remember but, for but Iron Man goes, 3, Iron Man 3, there was, like, a, a, in, a end credit scene that they did not release where they had the Mandarin in jail and they were, like, walking him down the aisle and everybody was like, Mandarin, Mandarin, and, like, like, he played, like, the role of being, like, some naive guy, but then once he got into his cell, like, his whole point was to go to jail so he can start recruiting people to be part yeah. of the, the Ten Ring crew. Yeah, but but again, going back to it, though, like, that, you would associate the real Mandarin with Iron Man, an Iron Man movie, and oh, yeah. I don't think we're getting an Iron Man full. Well, let me ask you, like no, let me ask, Prodigy, let me ask you this, like, honestly, like, name, like, the top three Iron Man villains from the comic books. No, here's the thing. I have, I, I've always said this. I have never been an Iron Man villain, uh, Iron Man guy from the comic books until okay. Robert Downey Jr. started playing him, and then I started caring a little bit more slowly and whatnot. But what I am, but what I'm also saying though is that I've never. You, do we know who the uh, solo Black Widow villains, if she's been around for 50 years, are? Well, no, because she's always been a team member of the Avengers, right? So she doesn't really have... Most of her villains come from the Avengers villains, which is why, for me, it's fair for them to use, uh, you know, Taskmaster. It's fine. I thought when we looked, I thought when we looked this up, there was a couple of Black Widow-specific villains. It's just that they're so obscure and... and, and yeah, probably, yeah. Not known. I mean, there's, there's other I, Black Widows. There's other Black Widows that she fought. fight. However, this isn't, even though this is Black Widow's solar movie, this is not the first time we're being introduced to her versus your argument against these these other heroes. They're our first time seeing them. They're battling like they're either their arch nemesis or a known villain versus is like he's like a a team villain, like Rona said, and he doesn't have like he's not the nemesis to one particular hero. Yeah, I feel bad we derailed. We completely derailed because we caught Prodigy's leg in a bear trap, and like a wolf, he's trying to gnaw <laughs> it off. But we were we were originally talking about Venom, and yeah. I thought you were gonna go uh, talking about like Carnage or whatever. But we completely went off rails. Well, of course we all did. Right. You guys wanted to bring up Black Widow when, when Venom is the topic, but all right, sure. What were you gonna say? What was your point? You were gonna bring. Yeah, so I was I was going to say we got a title for this, even though it's delayed till 2021, and it's Let There Be Carnage, which is what uh, Woody Harrelson said at the very end of the first Venom. That's cool. I mean, I think the Carnage title works. Great, yeah. You know, uh, the, the title looks fucking awesome. I guess we'll a lot see. of people are upset that it's not Maximum Carnage, but I'm just like, well, I'm not sure if that storyline's ready yet. As long as Carnage yeah, is in it, I don't give a fuck. Well, we have to. Here's the thing. Carnage has been an awesome Spidey villain since the, I guess, the '90s or late '80s, whatever the fuck it was. And this is be this will be our first time seeing him on screen. They got to do this right. Maybe he can be they brought got, back for a second. Do we get Spidey though? That that's the question that I have. That's a great question. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's still too early. Now. I haven't heard anything. I mean, obviously they're not filming anything as we speak right now. So the the news that trickles out about it is slim to none um if there is no spidey in this movie how do you feel about venom and carnage battling each other with so no you, acknowledging of spider-man existing in this universe I, potentially I've, 
I would strongly prefer uh, Spidey being somewhere in the mix of this fucking movie. I think if you have a Spidey in there, you're talking about a well north of a billion dollar movie, no matter what. Um, but I also I also feel like you have to have a better like villain, whatever, with Carnage than you did with that. What was his name? Riot. That yeah. was my biggest problem with Venom. Venom had a shitty yeah. fucking. They, they can retcon Venom for Spider-Man. I mean, that, that's what yeah. I do. To be honest with you, yeah. just be like, "Fuck you guys, we got to retcon it to make it seem like it's it's more sensible to to the comic books." So I do it. True. I'll take the heat and just do um, it. Well, right so now, Blue, Venom, I wanted to... Venom is sitting at eight eight hundred and fifty six million dollars. It made money. It made big yeah, money. It made money. Um, not yeah. going to deny that, but I will say that as as I pointed out earlier, the Oathbreaker claimed that Venom is a Spidey film. And this is his direct quote going back to it. But he said, I'm not, I'm not backing down from that, though. Boldly. It, it is. In the, he's a Spider-Man character. Like, but, he, but, nobody's it's not a, but it's not a Spider-Man film. Or is it? I, is there, there's no Spider-Man in it. It's here. Here's the thing. Let, let me make sure I'm clear on this. He is a spider. Venom is for everybody who fucking knows. Venom is a Spider-Man character. We saw Venom in Spider-Man Three, the Raimi movie. It, it, he's definitely a Spider-Man character. It was to its detriment that Spider-Man wasn't in Venom One. Period. And right. you're still calling that a Spider-Man movie, then? I agree it's with Prodigy. It's I, supposed I, to be. I agree with Prodigy. <laughs> Even though Spider-Man wasn't in the movie, which was stupid, it's a fucking Spider-Man yeah. film. Yeah. Because we, we know that. We've seen Venom. We, we saw him played by Topher, the 70s guy. It's Topher Grace or whatever? I, Topher Grace, yeah. And then we're going to get Morbius, even though yep. that got pushed back, because that's supposed to be out this summer. That got pushed back. That may or may not have Spider-Man in it as well. I mean... No, well, we, so in a we teaser... We do see the Vulture, yeah. We see the In Vulture. a teaser trailer, we not only do we see the Vulture, we see, like, some stuff on the wall that Vulture. actually has something about Spider-Man on the wall in the trailer on purpose. You know, I wonder, you know, I wonder if Hollywood is going like they're like people are kind of getting sick of like movies about heroes and they're going the villain route. I mean, we got Joker, we got Venom, we got Morpheus. What other? Uh, I, I kind of think I wonder if Hollywood is looking at the villains and trying to make them kind of the, the forefront for a lot of these movies because I mean villains make the heroes so you can't really have a great superhero movie without a great villain you know what they're to doing build, though? to build up on a on a villain's origin story that shit's kind of fucking dope to be honest you know you know what they're usually doing though like with Deadpool was extremely successful and whatnot he's been a, a villain at times a, a, often they're going the road of the anti-villain which is like basically yeah. a hero that goes uh, goes beyond and actually kills people Joker was the only one I can think of where it was truly about a villain, 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 villain. But they shows like his struggle. So I mean, he, he kind of wasn't a villain. He was just this guy who just got pushed Wait, too what? far, basically. I, I I know you didn't. What? No, I'm, I'm saying in the in the Joker movie, like he's not a villain. He's a he's a guy with a mental condition who's been pushed too far, and he takes things. So you feel bad for the Joker. Even though he's fucking out there murdering people. Yeah, you I mean, see him on screen. You see him of, on screen killing innocent people, though, man. Yeah, you do. I mean, but they, they kind of deserve it, though. So, uh, so he had a guy, this, this he had the fucking rich dudes that were beating him up in the in the subway, and he fucking shot him, and Bro, then he had like it, him he, being he, made fun of in public. 
he did kill an innocent person. Like literally Murray on, on stage. That, uh, that, yeah, like, he, that, per that person was not guilty of anything. This is why Blue's yeah, never he was, he, was make, he was making fun of him. <laughs> he brought him onto the show so he can publicly make fun of him. <laughs> Come on. That dude's a villain. No. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the host of the show was a bully and he took care of him. God damn. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I'm just saying, like, you know, with the way they filmed the Joker, it makes you feel sorry for him. Agreed. Agreed. But but it's hard to do a movie on a villain. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It, it, it's yeah, very yeah. rare. We talked about it on this show. It, it's super rare. It doesn't happen very often. I would love to see Lex Luthor get his, get a fucking movie. I think I think there's enough there there. But you know, we'll fucking see. I, I want to see Doctor Doom. That would be great. For that me. would be great. You know what? The, you know what one of the greatest villain movies of all time is. <clears throat> falling down. Remember that shit from like back in like I was going to say that. 90s? Oh, that was good. Yeah, that, that shit good. was fantastic. That was like, you know what? I understand all his motivations. Fuck them people. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I was like, god damn. You ever watch that shit, man? Oh, it's I don't remember that movie. I think, oh, yeah. was it Michael it Douglas? Was, I figured yeah. most people would go with the best villain film to be like the Hannibal Lecter series. No. That's oh, that's a good villain, but... Well, he did some fucked nah. up shit Dude, to like really people, people but... He did fucked up shit, but people were cheering for him to like either get out or eat someone or there's like four or five of those fucking films no and so a tv series this is there's no. this is how falling down is different now because falling down yeah. there was like things where like people would be like an asshole to him and be like you know what fuck them because like you give yeah. him a chance he just to, wanted like, to go home right yeah he just wanted he, he got fired from his job he had a really bad fucking day yeah and people just kept Stuck being an asshole to him yeah <laughs> it was just like you know what <laughs> fuck yeah. all you guys and I think it was like his Dude, daughter's you know, birthday I, I, or something too, and he like he just wanted to get home, and shit was yeah. just fucking getting people were just getting in his way and shit, just unnecessary bullshit. Dude, I, I remember that movie, but I never saw it. I'm I'm adding that to my queue to watch. I gotta rewatch it. It's been a while since I watched it, but I remember when I was watching it, I was like, I can totally understand like how he would have snapped and just like started just murdering motherfuckers, not giving a shit. That that was wasn't that played by uh, the guy who does the uh, OG Ant Man? It's Michael. Oh, that was Michael, Michael Douglas, Douglas, right? Yeah. I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's made guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. Any Hank Pym? Beating up on you could slap bitches and drink alcohol. <laughs> Dude. You talk about oh, Avengers yeah. Legacy, man. They they fucking erased <laughs> erase Hank Pym right the fuck out of that bullshit. They're like, fuck <laughs> out of here. We ain't having your schizophrenic you know, wife beating self. It's, it's kinda interesting since we're kinda talking about Marvel, like we were talking about a look at Austin cast. I mentioned it last week too. So the sweetness and I are watching the Marvel movies in order. But one of the things that that Disney's is kind of Disney is Disney Plus is fucking up on is that they will they will show like whatever the credits will come up. Like usually they'll show like some of the credits up to where they have like the mid credit like um, what is it called? Not Easter egg. Um, post credit scene. There's a post credit yeah. mid credit scene. But there's also a post credit scene, and this, the Disney app plus doesn't like show that. Like it, they show off the, they close up the box and end up forgetting about it. Huh. And oh. like I literally have to fast forward through the credits to get to the end credit post scene or whatever or post credit scene. But oh, Disney sweet. app isn't like because with with Netflix, Netflix would show the credits in full screen instead of it like shrinking down into a little box. Netflix would show the full screen until you get to that credit that credit scene. And then it'll shrink down to a little box. But Disney, they'll show the mid-credit one, shrink down to a little box, and you have to actually fast forward to get to the end to be able to see that. Huh. That's right. Yeah, they gotta fix that. Yeah, yeah. Fix that. I'm just saying Disney's slipping on that. Mm -mm. Uh, old, old Ninja, you 
seem to be the only one watching uh what was this clone is it clone wars the the latest version the is that it yeah the current yeah. uh season yep that's i hear no buzz about it is it good uh the first part the first half so far was like kind of like um like whatever it was like they're fun little episodes but now they're bringing they brought in ahsoka this is what fans have been waiting for um actually there's been a lot of buzz about ahsoka being back how this ties into uh revenge of the sith what happened during order 66 we're seeing that now um what happened between her and maul the siege of mandalore mandalore which literally just started last Friday. This has got everything, all the buzz, which may set up Mandalorian season two. But we're hoping for. So the big last stretch is starting. We're seeing the the second part of it this Friday. It's definitely taking a dark turn with the most recent one. So we're we're just gotta wait and see what happens with between uh, the story arcs and whatnot. Because this is the part where Anakin and Ahsoka go separate ways. And we get to see what happens with uh, Ahsoka before she meets up with the uh, the the Star Wars Rebels crew. So should be interesting. Uh, is it is it as good as the old stuff? Yeah, it's just as good as the old stuff. Even actually a little mm. better because it, it's done with the same kind of dankness, and it brings in a lot of the old characters. So it, they're closing off a bunch of loops. There's only one story arc i didn't really care for because it introduced me to characters i didn't care about but now it's getting into the nitty-gritty um we shall see what's going to happen there's only a handful of episodes left now so i've been i've been enjoying it and it's only on disney plus so i've been cool with it mm, all right you, you you're the one ringing this endorsement i am what the <laughs> Whoa. Are, are you guys you guys want to are you on your Westworld or your Alter Carbon? Alter Carbon's Ooh, already done. Westworld's been goddamn. It's been good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been crazy. Been, yeah, I've been like it's it. It's funny. Good. What season are we on on Westworld? Is it four? Three season or four? Three? Four? I think it's four. Man, season I'm three. Is it three? Okay. Season three. Yeah. Okay. Because I know I didn't watch two, but I I watched the, the weird. original. It's movie. weird. Oh, it's just weird seeing Marshawn Lynch in the show. Yeah, yeah. I love his shirt. It's like what the fuck? The shirt that he has on, like it tells, yeah. it says his emotions on it. Yeah, his shirt's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Wait, the football, the football player, Marshawn? Yeah, yeah, he's in it. Marshawn yeah. Lynch. Oh, nice. He's in like two or three episodes so far. So he, he's, he, he's basically he's a bodyguard. Crazy. It's definitely been. In... Makes sense. Yeah. Or a hitman for hire, maybe. No, he's a bodyguard for that. Uh, yeah, the other it's shit. interesting yeah. that they bring in Aaron Paul and his holding them. What up? What was that? I, I, I said he's a bodyguard for that. Uh, for that one chick, the black chick that's bald. Forget her name. She's a famous actress. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Forget her name. Yeah. Yeah, um, she's in Ready Player One. I know. Yeah, yeah, she is. Um, yeah, this she season, is, this mean. season is like super interesting because, um, it's based in like the real world, and basically it's, um. It's like the quick synopsis is that, oh shit, what the what the fuck is that girl's name? The main character. Oh, Dolores. 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 Yeah, Dolores. she she realizes that everybody, every human, is basically they're pretty much like like hosts. Like they're they're humans, but they're all like based on these loops. And like there's a there's a fucking crazy AI that plans out everybody's everybody's life, and so. 
it can tell with certainty like how somebody's entire life is gonna go, and if their life is not gonna go well, they're just gonna live like shit the entire time. Ooh. And it's it's just like pretty amazing, like the way the machine works and the guy who runs it, and she decides to take down this machine and like just or actually not even just take it down to like expose all the information from this machine to the entire world. So to be like, hey, it, basically it's telling it, she's gonna give everybody's profile to them personally. And so they can see like where their life is supposed to go to, and at this point in time in the show, like it just causes society to just fucking explode, and it and it's pretty insane to see like the way, the way it goes, and like seeing like the the lengths that Dolores goes, to like have her plan, go into place because this the machine that she's going against, basically tells the fucking future, and so she has to go through like these these extraordinary means to like kind of like circumvent this this AI. And it's it's been like it's been really good because she like she um, recruits this guy um, was his name Aaron what's the guy's name Aaron, Aaron Paul Aaron Paul yeah and he's like a guy who was formerly in the military he has like he used to have he has extreme like PTSD and he's like kind of living on the fringes of like living and he has like I think he has a kid too right that he never sees or some shit like that I don't know if he has a kid or not it was so, something, something happened to him I know I can't remember so. The one thing that he is really traumatized about is his best friend, yeah. played by Kid Cudi, was helping him do like um, some like wet work kind of thing, and like it was supposed to be all good and whatnot, but then he got killed, and he watched him die in front of him, so he couldn't, he can't get past that, and he actually has conversation, he has this weird therapy session where they put like an augmented reality where he's able to talk with his dead friend and his dead friend is is supposed to help him get over his PTSD which is really weird but he stops yeah. the treatment cuz he can't deal with it. He stops it very very early on, but it's it's really weird to me watching someone that you're traumatized by their death but you're able to see and talk to them based on your My memory. Question, is there is there is there still fucking in the show? Uh in this <laughs> in this season not that much. There are some though, but not that much. Yeah. And season one was like there's still everybody was fucking. There's still a lot of nakedness, that's for sure. Well, what's what's cool. naked, what the hell is, is there? There's still nakedness. You mean there's still nudity? There's still nudity. That's something. That's something I mean, Karen would say. Uh, <laughs> <nakedness>. <laughs> anyway, one of the crazy things about the show. Uh, so I mean, there's so there's a part where they go to basically like a rich person's like brothel and they're like basically trying to buy like expensive poon it's like crazy yeah they crazy. just buy people to fuck mm. well what was crazy, crazy to me like this they had this this concept so like aaron paul's character who's kind of like living on the fringes of like society he's like basically kind of like a, a construction worker but for him like he needs to get like other work because his mom was sick that's what it was his mom was like super sick and he needs money for her Okay. Yeah. And, oh, his mom has dementia. That's right. Yeah, she's like she's all fucked up. So he's like she's in a home and he needs to get money for her to stay in the home and, and you know stay alive. And so he has like this app. It's basically Tinder for fucking crime. <laughs> like it's it's insane. <laughs> wow. Like, he'll go on there and it'll be like we need a guy to like take a package from here to there. And it's just like watching him do like this crime app is like it's insane. So like he'll just pick like random jobs to do, and that's how he kind of gets mixed up with Dolores. And so they end mm -hmm. up like getting together and like she basically recruits him to help her like take down society because like she gave him like his profile was like yeah you're supposed to commit suicide in like three months like right here on this pier 
and she's like, I can tell you exactly why you're going to be on this pier to commit suicide. And she, like, broke down, like, his personal life, like, when he was a kid. He used to go to this pier. It was, like, the best time of his life. And that's where he went in his life. And it was just like, damn, dude, he got, like, really deep on this show. And so she ends up giving that information to everybody, like, later on in the show. And it's just like, it's, it's really good. It's just not the same show that you were used to in the first season. But I think it's way it's way better than the second season. And I think it's le- at least as good or better than the first season. Nice. Yeah, there's a lot of twists and turns because there's like there's a point where you're trying to find out. You're literally asking yourself, who's a host and who's human in the real world now? Yeah. Because they like yeah. escape. Some of them escape, and you're like, what the fuck? And then like, the I think one of the best new characters is the uh, is the Frenchman. Oh I yeah, get his name, yeah. but he's that dude's fucking. Even though he's he's probably human, he's like usually one step ahead, and he's yeah. on the hunt for Dolores. He's usually a step behind behind her, but he's one step ahead of everybody else. But what's that? He so, he recruits like uh, Tandy Newton's character. It's, oh yeah, to find Dolores. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like the way they're weaving together these stories. It's like it, it's very well written. Yeah, I'm like wow, they did they did a pretty good job, and I do like the way future earth looks like it's kind of cool it looks like it looks familiar but they have really cool like new tech and shit do you know where that's filmed i'm liking it so far do you know where it's filmed yeah it's filmed at a museum it's filmed at a museum it's like a museum slash academy a school academy in like um it's in in singapore most of it is filmed in singapore it's like a museum and that's like that's how singapore looks today it's insane nice yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously it, they they put it in different cars use, and shit, but yeah, they use it as the the corporate headquarters for the AI. But it's like a museum in real life. It's a it's a museum. It's like a museum and a school at the same time. Well, like, but it ev- looks amazing. Yeah, well, like everything you see in the show is like mostly filmed in Singapore. Like all all the architecture mm-hmm. and all that shit, it's all Singapore. It's, it's pretty amazing. All right, yeah. so oh, I will gotta say too, uh, they brought in fucking mechs. Yeah, mechs yeah. That, like, <laughs> shit, but one of them looks no, not like that. Iron Man? It's, it's, more, it's more like the mechs. It's like the mechs from uh, um, RoboCop. They look oh, kind of nice. like that, but with not with them. Um, they're like construction mechs, but you can have them be kind of like security mechs, and they're actually pretty terrifying. But they're awesome at the same time. Yeah, like the the, the end of the last episode where like a character gets blown up and, she, oh, and she's still dude, alive. I was like, God damn, she's like on fire, like all fucked up. And she's like, fuck this shit, I'm getting shit done. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, man. <laughs> all, that shit was all bad. There's yeah. so much how many, fucking shit. How many episodes are out now? Maybe five? Mm, yeah, about five, maybe six. Right, I'm, I'm going to try to binge watch season two and watch season three. Yeah, get, where we are. yeah. season one's great. I mean, but, even but, the beginning of season three, they're still dealing with a little bit of the fallout of what happens in season two. Yeah. Let, let, let's switch it up uh, real quick. Uh, Stitch, you, why don't you set up this uh, Walmart shooting situation? <laughs> I know you guys were talking about that earlier. Oh, yeah. Was this a local um, event? Yeah, it was, that, it was that fucking San Leandro. Where you're still, like, okay. Is that the one right down by, by the old base at the Drow? Yeah, yeah. It's the one where the In-N-Out is. Oh, yeah, but in out. Okay, yeah. 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 Um, oh, so it's, so it's over by um El Taco El Taco, Taco Gordo. Gordo's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah on, it's it's on Hysterian. Yeah. Damn. So, so yes, um, 
Uh, I guess it was a couple days ago. I can't remember the exact uh, date, but some t- earlier this week, um, there was a report of a person inside this, the, the Walmart uh, causing a disturbance with a, with a bat, uh, stealing items and waving around a, a bat. Uh, so the police call or get called. They end up going there. Uh, the Walmart's got people in it. Uh, it's like sort of like when you first walk into the entryway and normally there will be like a McDonald's or like a subway on the left. Um, and like, yeah, that little entryway where they're promoting like, like fucking Cheez-Its or whatever the fuck that is. That's sort of like, kind of like where I guess the, the officer encounters the person. Um, when the first story, story first broke, um, about the shooting that happened, um, people were, were, uh, sharing on social media, uh, cell phone video of the incident that happened. And, uh, I mean, some, some, some of the cell phone footage was okay and some wasn't all that great. But um, the original perception of it was that uh, the officer, well, uh, let me just go back a little bit. The officer engages a person, talks to him, and the guy's got a bat holding it above his head. Uh, the officer tases him. Uh, it, it's not effective. And uh, a couple of seconds later, he ends up shooting him. Uh, it, the same officer ends up shooting him. Uh, the guy sort of staggers back, kind of starts walking uh, sort of away from the officer where he met him face to face. And then the second officer, uh, you hear a sound on the video, this pop sound. And uh, people were saying, oh my God, the officer, the second officer shot the dude while he was down on the ground and <laughs> no, and yeah. sort of executed and murdered murdered him, as, as some people were saying. Um, today, and I always try to... Uh, wait till I get like first of all like better footage of the incident rather than than uh just like someone's camera phone and everything like that because you don't you don't really have a clear image there's different angles and etc but I guess today that they released the actual body camera footage from the San Leandro Police Department on the incident um and you see the person's uh body camera as he engages the person right off the bat I mean right off the, the beginning of the uh incident and everything and um, it, one of the things that was debunked was that the person executed him when he was on the ground. It was the sound you hear of the taser uh, being deployed. When uh, a lot of people don't don't know that when uh, you shoot a taser with like uh, probes that shoot out, it makes a pop sound, and that's essentially the little small like uh, I think it's like a nitrogen uh, explosion that goes out that it shoots the two electric probes into the, the person when they they get tased and everything so people who just watched the cell phone video were like holy shit the dude was on the ground or he had his back turned he wasn't even going at the officer and this other dude just shot him oh he already when got in shot. reality it was he, oh yeah yeah it was, he already got people shot. Were saying like oh they tased him yeah <laughs> so you see the um the, the actual video footage and it's it's really clear the audio isn't at the beginning because uh it, it has to buffer at first and um, essentially, the the guy who um, they released the 911 footage tapes as well, and the, the person who called it in said the guy was there. He was stealing. He s- stole items, and he was waving around a bat. So it's not just a shoplifting, first of all, because shoplifting is when you go in, you just take an item, and you, you leave out the store, kind of like how people do when you're 16 years old. But any time, if you are stealing items and then you are confronted and you are waving around some sort of deadly weapon or uh or anything or punching or whatever then that that's a robbery it's a felony or whatever because now you're using force or fear to take items from somebody else so technically it's, it's a robbery so the uh it, it it's kind of 
unfair for me sometimes to play Monday morning quarterback of a of an officer when their life is potentially in danger and stuff like that. But I mean, no one really knows how they would act or react when they, until they're actually in that situation. Uh, just some of the things that sort of stuck out to me as kind of like eyebrow raising and stuff was um, Officer One was that uh, essentially he's dual wielding a taser in his left hand and then a pistol in his right hand, which um, both agencies that I've been trained at says that's a big no-no. And that goes back to the, uh, to the well, in a way it goes back to the Oscar Grant BART shooting where the BART officer ended up tasing the person. Well, he thought he was tasing the person, but he ended up pulling out his pistol and shooting him. Uh, that's why a lot of times you'll see officers wear their tasers um, on their, where they would have to grab it, they cross draw. Like if you're right-handed, cross draw means like you'd have to reach over to like your left side and pull out your taser where it's an unnatural motion where if you're just pulling out your, your firearm or your duty weapon, be on your your strong side yeah but um hold on just real quick a, f a fucking pistol and a taser are like vastly different in feel and weight so th that's that's this a, is true yeah like vastly different this, yes th this is true um i'm, I'm not going to defend the uh yeah we'll just we'll talk about this one. Yeah, shooting go ahead go yeah ahead. We'll talk about <laughs> yeah, this yeah that, that's a whole different crazy yeah, discussion yeah, know, for a different day <laughs> yeah but it, but essentially, a lot of uh, departments, they put it at that way so you would have to either uh, wear it on your left-hand side where you can only access it with your left hand rather than having to cross-draw because when you're, you're shooting, you normally do it with your right hand. You're like, oh shit, gun, taser, whatever. You don't have to worry about fucking it up. If you can only get it with your left hand, then that kind of alleviates the potential possible mistake. However, when you have both hands you're, you have no free hands at this point in time. You have a taser in, in your left hand. You have your firearm in your right hand. You essentially cannot go as they as they go. They term the use the term that's used going hands on with the person. If you have a firearm and a, a taser in your left hand, essentially you have no free hands. Like you can't defend yourself. The guy bum rushes you. Now you're in a in a a fist fight when you got a ta uh, a gun in your hand, which is a, a big no no because yeah, the gun yeah. could. Yeah. Yeah, the gun could go off on accident. The gun could go flying out your hand. All kinds of bad shit could happen if you're wrestling around with somebody with your gun out. They could take the gun away from you or, or whatever. So that was one of the things that stuck out for me. And uh, uh, the, uh, the big thing was the distance that the person was next to the guy with the bat. Um, they always taught us that even with like a knife, you want to keep at least 20 feet worth of distance because you can close on somebody real quick if somebody just pulls out a knife on you and uh the person the officer ends up like trying to like grab the bat from the person with his left hand while he's facing them and it was just kind of cringeworthy because a bat's a deadly weapon all it takes is, is one swing and it might not necessarily kill you but it, it'll it'll fuck it'll do some damage i mean you're you could potentially one swing you'll you'll lose you'll, you'll break a bone you can get concussed you're knocked out dead whatever so they always taught us don't you don't want to bring you don't want to match the level of force that someone is bringing to you. You want to escalate it. So you are in potential charge of the situation. So um, it, it was just a lot of... One question I have is, the guy had a bat, right? 
Was there any fat chicks around? Oh, <laughs> Walmart. <laughs> it, it is a Walmart. 100%. Uh, I'm just fucking around. I'm just fucking around. Yeah, it, it is a Walmart, and uh, so I'm sure that there were some. It, yes. it depends on what aisle that you're in. Um, it wasn't it wasn't the produce aisle, so it, it looked like it was yeah. in the snack food aisle, so yeah. that, that could be potential for fat chicks. But um, to me personally, I, I thought it was a good shoot. Um, I think in terms of the whole picture of it there are some things that could have been done differently and i think that talking to the person would have been helpful rather than immediately walking in the store and en engaging in an aggressive manner by trying to snatch the bat out out of the hand i think that part could have been done differently but in terms of like him actually pulling the trigger and shooting the person i don't have a problem with it i think he did the right thing when it got to that point yeah so this is where uh What's where we're gonna disagree? I mean, we already talked about it earlier, so we already knew we we're gonna disagree, which is fine. Um, is that I think that this was totally avoidable by there was two officers that were there. It was totally avoidable. I mean, there were two people there. I mean, they're both in the same. They're both in front of him. One of them could have easily like walked around him, so at least you know one person was was on each side, and they could have at least tried to disarm him, which is not very difficult if you have two people on one you know on opposite sides of each other. One person takes him down, the other person disarms him, you hang up, you stay, you know, knee on belly or knee on back, make sure he's disarmed, handcuff him or stay knee on back or belly until you get people to help you to further DLC the situation and handcuff him. I, you know, yeah, a, a bat is a deadly weapon if somebody's coming at you and trying to attack you, but from what I saw from the video, the guy was not running at them with a bat trying to hit them. So that's another thing where it's just like, I don't really understand why they need to like first of all tase him so tasing somebody the same thing what you were saying man is like having like two weapons in the same like hands that, that's fucking weird as shit to me but tasers don't tasers don't always work especially depending on what hand you have if if you're shooting a taser it needs two points of contact it's usually supposed to be like cross your body so if you happen to hit right. the wrong point yeah if you hit the wrong points it's like Hey, you know, you need to, like, have time to see, like, where the fuck they hit. But the, when they sh hit the guy with the taser from when they shot the guy was not a lot of time. I mean, like, to me, they, they had enough time to, like, at least try to, like, grapple the guy and, like, disarm him and physically restrain him. But the fact that they didn't do that, to me, is, like, what the fuck? Like, I think a lot of people, they, they too often here in America, they, they go towards you know firearms and weapons because they don't really understand how to properly physically restrain somebody and if you look at other countries that have police officers like japan is like one of the, the leading ones where like they don't really need to have they don't shoot hardly anybody when shit hits the fan you know that they're having weapons knives or whatever they don't feel the need to have to shoot them because they know how to take them out without having to kill them and i think in america we need to they need to learn how to do that there's too many officers that are out there, and I can tell you from the right from the get-go, the two officers that shot the, that were in uh, that were in that shooting, neither one of them knew how to fight or knew how to grapple somebody. The first thing was to tase the guy, and then to shoot him. Like, you, they didn't need to do that. They really didn't. The the only pushback that I'll I'll, I'll, I'll go against that is um. You don't want to grapple a person with a with any sort of weapon. Um, that's just like well, a. Well, there's two of them. That's I mean, what I was saying. Just, there's two of them. There's I mean, regardless if there's two of them, one of them has the potential to get hit. 
Yeah, but the, mean, other, yeah, but the other one doesn't. You, you that's, take, that's why you yeah, work as a team. Essentially, you'll probably you'll, you'll win the fight, yeah, in the long run, but if it's me and you, me and Blue, and me or me and Old Ninja attacking one person, if I'm his partner, I'm not going to be like, all right, I don't want him to get hit at all in everything. That's that's the, so the me, main me, goal. Me, I, I, every, every officer's goal is to make sure that you make it home at the end of the night in one piece. Let me, let me ask so you So if, this, yeah, please. we arrested... Let me, let me ask you a simple question. Is a possible broken bone worth more than a human a human life? Possible broken bone. Is my broken bone? Um, any, any, any possible is is any possible broken bone worth more than a human life? You can't you can't you can't apply that in that situation. Well, you're you're. A, that that's the worst case is, scenario. Is it, the worst case scenario the worst, is literally the worst case scenario. Getting hit in the back, the worst case scenario is a broken bone. Is that what you're saying? Uh, and that's if if you have somebody on each side of him, one hit, if it even gets to that, that's the worst case scenario. Is one hit from a back? Is that worse? Can, can, can I can I can I get can I get one clarification in here? Yeah. When you talk about broken bones, if it's your skull as the broken bone, that's a whole different scenario. Yeah, but I seriously doubt it even got that far. Like seriously, seriously. But I mean, if we, if we're talking about broken bones, though. Yeah. If, if a skull is is a variable in there, that's a different scenario than a arm. That that arm that rib. is true, but I don't think it would have even gotten that far. To be honest with you, it should have never gotten that far. I I mean, as your partner is not even supposed to let it get that far, where you're you're allowing your partner to get hit with a bat. That's that's bad. Well, it, that's it, I mean that's to this, go back. That's why I said they should have talked at first. They well, should yeah, have they ran they up on the guy. Yeah, and they're both the and same then another side fact. Of they're both. That was the problem. The main problem that I had. It was. It was terrible tactics. They're both standing directly in front of him. Nobody's trying to go around the guy. Nobody's trying to de-escalate. None of that should happen. All they did was continually escalate the situation with force. And it was in the amount of time that it happened was very short. And to me, that was fucking piss poor. I, I think I should have talked to him at first to find out what was going on to determine everything going on. Because essentially, let's say he's on PCP. I mean, you're running a lot more than two people to take down a, a person on PCP that's not feeling shit. I mean, essentially, we saw, we can go back to the Rodney King tape, where we were watching officers literally bludgeon him with, with batons over and over again. And a normal person, they would be okay. I mean, they would, they would be down after the first couple hits. And those, those weren't baby hits. They were full two-hand axe chops on this dude. And, I mean, Rodney King was on PCP. I mean that's it was it well, but, was a fact. But you have and everything. so you have no idea if that happened or not. You have no idea if this guy's on PCP. You have no that's idea. That's why you need to talk to him. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why you need. Yeah, that, so there, that's so why. That's what I was saying. There was no de-escalation de of force at all in that entire video. It just kept escalating. Right on their end, and that that's a serious problem. Right. That, that's why I said from the from the get go, I maintain my distance. I'm going to talk to, hey, what, what's going on? And try to figure out what what's the problem? How can we resolve this rather than me trying to walk up, get in within a dangerous position of some dude with a bat and hold my hand out to try to grab, like, it no, was you don't cringeworthy at that part. No, I mean, like, listen, if somebody's coming with a bat, you close the distance. You don't fucking try to grab a bat. You close the distance quickly. No, 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 you don't. No, you <laughs> don't? Wait, wait, you what's the range of a if, bat? If you have a... Why would you? Why would you get in the range of the weapon? If somebody no, explain if, that because if somebody's trying to hit me with a bat, and I'm I'm hand to hand, you have to close the distance. 
as quickly as possible. But you're not hand to hand. You have you have a util you have a utility belt. Yeah, you do. But what I'm saying though is, if somebody's trying to hit me with a bat, like you have to close it. If, if not, then you have to you have to back up. That's true. We also have to de-escalate, which did not. Neither of those things happen. They stood there. They stood there. They they stood their ground where they were, and they decided that they were going to shoot. They were going to first try to tase him, and then immediately after that, shoot them. Shoot, Would you shoot close the distance with a knife? With a with a knife? It it depends on what it's, I what I would have. But with a bat, it's way it's way easier because it's a it's more of a medium distance weapon. If somebody tries to hit you with a bat and you close the distance, and when they're trying to overhead and chop you, and you close the distance immediately, there's no damage done to you. There's none. There's no distance is your friend in, in that situation because essentially if I have my gun out, you can't get but so close to me and we can talk this out for as long as yeah, we need to. But that to scenario didn't happen. And and figure out you know, exactly. Or we, we are we are in line with that whole aspect of it. They they should have talked, but you shouldn't there's there's no need to ever just rush upon the dude. I mean you can it's a Walmart. There's nobody he didn't have the, the bat to somebody's head. There wasn't anybody at night so or anything so, like that. So you agree that nobody was at, you agree that nobody was in danger at that point. Well, I, so did he deserve to get shot? Nothing. Nobody was in danger. So he didn't the deserve to get shot. The one problem I had was everything that went down was that you know they openly shot a man in a public Walmart. There's like hundreds, not hundreds, but there's a lot of people around. Like that bullet could easily miss the suspect and and killed a person. That, that happened to be just an instant bystander. I'll give him credit. He shot one time. He hit his target from close range. I mean, that's what he's he trained he's trained to do. I mean, yeah, it's a pressure shot because essentially you do have to know what's what your target is and what's beyond it. And uh, I mean, but you can't really control the environment where the the fight happens and shit like that. I mean, it. If it was a movie theater or whatever, I mean, it, it doesn't. Wherever the fight, the Gilroy Garlic Festival, yes. I mean, somebody's got to be shot at, and it sucks that there's people running around, and there's these innocent people. But I mean, we, you got you got to end the threat. Now, I think the officer put himself in a position of danger by getting that close. That's where I think it, the whole entire incident could be avoided. Um, but once. Once he sort of, I don't want to say made the mistake or anything, but once he got himself in that situation and he's too close cause, and then tases him unsuccessfully because you need distance for the taser. Like like you were saying, the, the probes need to complete a circuit and the closer that the probes are into somebody, the less effective it is. Like a good hit is like in your shoulder and your leg. That way it completes the circuit. It, it'll immobilize you and everything. It was a bad tase and the guy's... I, you don't know if he's on PCP. You don't know if he's just having a bad day, like from, from falling down or yeah, whatever. There's no time. But that, you, you tase, yeah. you, you, you tase the dude now, and he's pissed off. The taser doesn't have an effect. You don't know if it's because you got a good hit on the taser if you miss, or if this dude's high off drugs and just all of a sudden you, he's in Wolverine Berserker mode. The guy still still approached him, and he he shot one time, uh, and. The guy retreated, fell down, and and whatever. So I mean, I think it could have been avoided by not getting that close. And in all the trade, I've, I mean, unfortunately, I do know one of the officers involved um, in that video, and I, I reached out to him, made sure he was doing okay and everything. Um, but that the the way that that whole thing, you are not trained on. I don't know anywhere where you were trained to dual wield try to grab something in your with your free hand 
with your with, while having a weapon in your other hand and just getting close to somebody that would have been an automatic fail at the uh, at the academy well, yeah, we I mean, would have got sent home that day yeah the, it was, the whole situation was to me it was it was bad it could have been handled much better they the escalation of force was was far too quick and this is somebody that knows about escalation of force maybe not from the police mm -hmm. but from the military perspective but it was just like you know there was, there was literally gave the guy not very many chances to like really do much and it was just like you know like what's the fuck yeah what's the hurry the, the guy you got you got all day you got to literally people i would have worked with like my superiors would have been like we got all day we're, we're here for 10 hours and we can talk to this dude until his ears fall off or yeah. whatever we got nowhere else to be clear out the walmart we'll talk it through with this guy and and see what his issue is and and get more people to the scene if he wants to all of a sudden start swinging at people we can we can get a canine there we can have somebody with lethal coverage less lethal coverage a beanbag shotgun something but we can buy time. He doesn't have a bomb on his chest or de or a detonator. It's a bat. Yeah. Can, can I just say something really quick? They should have sent in the Joker. <laughs> Go ahead, Prodigy. The, the, real, the, real solution, the real solution is to always use your dead-eye meter or fill it up before you start <laughs> shooting. Good. You yeah. know that. Yeah. You gotta go Please. use that dead eye. Oh, no. Too much red. I mean, listen. Dutch had a plan. Th this is 100% like my personal experience. There's officers that I train with in jujitsu, and I can guarantee you the two that I'm thinking of, they would not have shot that guy that quick. They wouldn't have, especially when they have somebody else no. there. They definitely would not have. They, yeah, no, we, yeah, they, I agree. It would have been like, what the, why, we would have got chewed out, like, literally. Like, we, we watch videos, we used to watch videos like that every briefing. And just from videos around the country on stuff like that, on how we could have done stuff differently and put ourselves in that position so you can prepare for if something were to happen like that, what, what do we need to do? Like get other resources there. It's one person. Nobody else is in harm's way at this time. He's just being waving a bat around crazy. Clear everybody the fuck out of there. Get him out the store, get him out the background, whatever, and talk it out with this dude. If he decides to bum rush you after you, you, Try to have a conversation with him, then that's a whole different ball of wax, and there's a whole different answer to that situation. Well, but I mean, you you approached him and you threatened a, a an animal. Well, I don't want to say an animal, but you put somebody in a in a position where they their fight or flight kicked in, and they yeah were yeah. Well, I, I wish we had like just different methods. On I mean, don't get me wrong. For me personally, I think that every single police officer in America. Um, they should at least have their blue. I've talked about it before on this podcast. They should have their blue belt in jujitsu when they graduate their academy, and then within a year, within three years, they need to have the purple belt to be, continue being an officer. That would drastically reduce the amount of shootings by officers in America, my personal opinion. Second of all, I think that police officers should be giving given better tools to deal with situations like this. Like in Japan, or maybe it was a different country. They have basically like this big ass mattress thing that they'll just when somebody's crazy and, and swinging around like a weapon, they just two oh, officers yes, go with a fucking mattress and they just wrap him up, and they can't do shit anymore. And they just easily disarm him, and then it's done. Like there's no loss of life. And I don't understand why we're not um, introducing in, introducing other tools like this to American police officers when we're having such a negative perception with police officers here in America why they're not developing better non-lethal tools like that here because 
here in America, we have a lot of people with mental health issues that will do some crazy shit with, without firearms, but people don't know how to deal with them because they don't have the tools to deal with them. Either the physical tools or the actual external tools. And I think that we need to invest more into tools like that on how to like physically restrain somebody if you don't have the tools to physically restrain them yourself. That's just my personal opinion. Wait, kind of piggybacking on that a little bit. Like, like they really need to start investing or looking into technology that can do a criminal versus taking them out. I mean, if you if you look at like, sorry, this is this is a nerd and me and everybody else. Like, if you watch Star Trek and they have like, you can take your phaser gun and you have it go from stun to fucking kill. Like, there should be a way where you can stun somebody, like completely stun them. They like, have those. Like, they have those. I'm saying guarantee. Like taser, taser are limited. Like they they have to be like at certain points to be able to really take that person out. So they need something that can like really take somebody out. No, no, like, no. Like, it's like, like how electricity like, works. No, no, no. No, so no I'm just saying like there there need to be something that could do something like that. I blue. mean, I know it's science fiction, but like you know we got computers and shit. So. No, 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 blue. They they actually have that. It's it's not a taser. What it is is they have this um. It's this apparatus you can put on the end of your service uh, pistol. And literally what it does, you can fire it normally. And it's a big-ass fucking ball. When you, and it'll shoot normally from a certain distance. Mm. And the ball won't yeah, hit them. It'll fucking hurt the shit out of you. But it's only a one-time deal. Like, you shoot it once, and it hits them. And if they don't go down, then the next round that comes out of that the fucking chamber is lethal. Yeah. So, but... Yeah. I said, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. All right. We, we, let's wrap it up, though, guys. Um... Sorry, it's a good discussion. Don't don't get me wrong, but you brought it up, bitch. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was thirty minutes ago, goddammit. it. Thirty minutes ago. You should know what you get into. Blue, what you got popping this week? Oh, shit. Um, staying safe, staying inside. You ain't gonna you ain't gonna catch me outside fucking protesting about how I want. I don't want to stay at home. <laughs> um, the sweetness and I are gonna try to just. We got it. So. One thing about owning a house, you got like yard work and she needs to do so. And since it's coming closer or it's springtime, it's oh, closer yeah. to summer, like a lot of up. overgrowth starting to happen. So something I've learned, you got to do a lot of yard work. So we gotta, we're gonna be doing that, but like also cleaning to... up and start unpacking some stuff. You want me to drop some stuff off for you? You want some uh, yard tools? Hey, you, do you have a weed whacker? I or... do. Yeah. Yeah, I might need to borrow. I need to borrow a weed whacker and, okay. a, and a bush trimmer if you have one. I do. Yeah, I have both of those things. I just used mine right, need... like last week <laughs> to trim. Yeah, if you, if you can swing by and drop them off, and you know, I'll, I'll do the whole sanitizing thing with the little I call wipes and stuff like that. That'd be cool. Sure. sure. <laughs> yeah. He said your shit is filthy. <laughs> no, nah, man, it's fucking the, the, the day we're in. I can't trust nobody. <laughs> your shit got the wrong. <laughs> but then also, um, actually last. Was it Friday? I did a we did a Ben had an event where we had some of our old friends jump on on onto um, hangout. And my daughter. And that was yeah. a lot of fun. I wish there was I wish more people joined, but it was actually pretty cool. We had uh, we had Bunny Man, um, the no, we didn't have a Professor, but what's um Mr. X, Mr. X, yeah, Mr. X, yeah, Mr. X on here, Prodigy, like the whole crew was on there. It was a lot of fun. Was, we had a. Um, Mishka shows up for a little mm -hmm. bit, and also we had K Mac yeah, show yeah. up. So my, daughter, my daughter was on was the whole a lot time. Of fun. Yeah, I'll, I'll post it oh, later this week. We also had Little Bit show up. Yeah. So if you don't know who Little Bit is, that's Cronus's uh, daughter. She was on there, and it was pretty funny. He's trying to be. I was trying to be like, 
kind of clean with my talking, but I forgot she was there some of the time, so I would say like profanity or certain things that kids shouldn't hear, but she's, she's almost an adult. Yeah. It was a lot of fun though. Oh, is she, wait, is she 18 yet? No, she's 17. I, I don't want you oh, ever to ask that God. question, old ninja. That sounds bad. Well, especially bad. about my daughter. No. Yeah, <laughs> that's very R. Kelly-like. Whoa, <laughs> slow your fucking like, Is she 18? She's too old then. <laughs> that's, that's a Quagmire that question. Like pre- yeah, I wasn't singing none of that R. Kelly stuff like Pretty girl, you ready and all that other bullshit, y'all. Uh, but you know the song. Y'all <laughs> Everybody knows songs. It's R. Kelly, goddamn. They kept playing on radio. We all know it. Fuck up Stitch, what, here. Stitch, what you got popping this week? Hilarious. Uh, just chilling around the house. Um, I found this book or whatever called "Dragons Love Tacos." Oh, I got that one That's too. Yeah. That's a great. One. This this is legit. It's a it's a really good book. It's much better than like Curious George and like Harold and the Purple Crayon and all that other bullshit. Um, it's got a crazy ass plot twist in this about dragons not liking salsa and shit, which I was like, oh damn, it went deep. But uh, <laughs> it's it's really good. There's a second. There's a sequel to this. I don't know how we can top the first one because I mean, the, obviously they tell me dragons like tacos and shit. So I, I don't know. We got enchiladas in the next world or something or, or fajitas. But it's uh it's pretty much if you want to make dragons friends with dragons, tacos are the key. So that's how they could have fucking stopped Daenerys from burning fucking Westeros or whatever. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> <on> fucking tacos. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Good shit. Kratos, what you got? Um, also staying the fuck at home. Uh, I, you know, it's been, it's been kind of cool, like, this whole uh, lockdown thing, is I've been using, like, a lot of the Peloton, uh, like, floor work stuff. So I've been doing, like, the stretching and yoga and stuff like that, along with their bike, you know, pretty much daily. And uh, they actually have, like, a family thing, too, for, like, kids. And so me and Kim, I can start doing like the family thing and yoga with uh, with their youngest, our, our little toddler Riley, and she's been uh, she's been digging it, man. And I also uh, got K Max to start training jujitsu uh, this past week, so that's been really really cool. I was like, I didn't think she'd ever get it, but she 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 decided to finally give in and put on a gi and start training with me. And we were watching a video. Um, on like fundamentals and like the first admission that she learned was like a cross collar choke and so I had her do it on me and the first time like she, she you know we're drilling by the way it, but she you know she choked me out and I tap and she started she started <laughs> that was like poor dude <laughs> yeah well she started Sorry. she started crying she started crying I was like holy shit like like it was so like emotional like she didn't understand like the power of jujitsu until like she actually like submitted somebody and it was just like yeah this is like it's a fucking superpower that you can like do and you can learn it and like she's like oh you have to have like a lot of trust in people huh i was like yeah like now you get what like yeah. everybody did jujitsu with like we're good friends because like wh- when you tap it's like trust like you're you're like hey you got me please don't fucking break my arm my leg or fucking potentially kill me <laughs> you know what no. i mean and yeah. that in that one instant like she totally understood like the whole thing and so now we're going to try to train uh hopefully three days a week so she can uh learn how to defend herself properly so yeah that's like the greatest thing this week was uh, teaching her jujitsu, at least starting to. So, yeah. Do you guys have it documented that it's okay for you to choke her out? We don't, we don't need it. Fuck that. We ain't married. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, shit. 
Pillow spin one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Gotta have a safe word. Uh, old Ninja, what you got? Uh, really quickly, uh, going back to the very beginning of the podcast, the shout outs to uh, what Blue was talking about. So, Rick May, who's a voice actor from Team Fortress 2, he died from con- uh, complications of COVID 19. Uh, Julie Bennett, who was the voice of uh, Cindy Bear from the Yogi Bear series, uh, she yes. died of complications of COVID. And. Um, this person, he didn't die, but he had something terrible happen to him because of COVID. Uh, Tony award-winning actor uh, Nick Cordero. He had to have his right leg amputated because of complications of COVID-19. That is a craziest one that I've seen. And you know what? I've actually yep. been hearing about like really weird symptoms from COVID-19. And, oh, with kids? Well, no, with like skin. Like I've had like, I've gotten hives recently. And they're saying like some skin irritation issues might be like a thing. I'm just like, well, it's fucking too late because I've, I had to look it up because I had like this crazy rash on like my back for like a couple of days, and now it's on like part of my hand. I'm just like, what the fuck? And it's definitely hives, and I've never had hives in my fucking life. But uh, it's probably not COVID nineteen because I mean, one of us would have been like showing way more symptoms at this at this point in time. But it's just like, that's that's fucking crazy. Well, for me, I kind yeah. of have like uh, this. Continuous cough that I haven't been able to like kick it, it, it comes on here and there, but I mean, I know it's not COVID 19, but it's like I never had a cough that I, I couldn't like kick, but then again, it could be the alcohol. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, th- I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna take up uh, was it in Hayward? They have a place where we can get tested pretty easily at the at CSU East Bay. So yeah, I think I might stop by and just get tested, but I mean, at this point, it's fucking too late because you know, it's too late. That Rona so, don't yeah. care. Yeah, Rona doesn't care. And then, uh, let's see, I'm on uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands right now. I'm at towards the end. I'm still trying Ooh. to get Stitch on there. Uh, the game the game is actually kind of underrated. I mean, there's a couple of things that are a little strange about it. Or not strange, but I wish they would kind of fix, but it's too late. There's a new one out. But it's actually, <laughs> if you're looking for a 50-plus hour game, um, invest it. It's probably like a $12 game about now. It's definitely worth the inside I, it looks great it's got mostly great mechanics uh ghost recon wildlands before i get on to um breakpoint and then oathbreaker keeps talking about he's coming back to uh monster hunter which i still think I, i'm a wait to see because the the game updated today game was trash there's new events there's new <laughs> monsters um i'm almost done with the first volume of the immortal immortal hulk so I'm nice that's a good one finish, uh, yeah, I'm almost done with that one. And then other than that, uh, oh, DC TV came back yesterday. I'm gonna try to catch up on some of that, even though I didn't watch the latest episode. So, good shit. I'm uh, I'm fucking with uh, replaying all of Red Dead Redemption Two still the right way rather than uh, the shitty way I was doing it the first time. Uh, uh, dude, the whole thing again. Oh yeah, it's it's actually short. It's it's way shorter when you know what you're doing and you people help you. Like, if you help people, they help you. Yeah. <laughs> the more you know. Uh, <laughs> I picked up Fallen uh, Star Wars Fallen Order or whatever, so I'm slowly getting into that one. It's not bad. You know? It's a good game. It actually, yeah. Didn't that win Golden Eggplant? It, like, it tied for I think three so. yeah. It's a good game. Yeah. I give it to Respawn. Hats off to him. I think on I think on Friday night we're we're trying to get at least three maybe four of us uh, down for some Borderlands three because they had the mayhem yeah, yeah, we'll, update. We'll have four because uh, 
my friend, uh, shit, I don't know what, what you call him on here. It's my friend Mike. He, uh, yeah. he's a good dude. Uh, I had him, he's, uh, what, X-Tats something, XX. He's actually it's a, like, like semi, semi-professional. He, he games pretty much for a living, but he's going to join us mm. on, cool. uh, on Friday. Right on. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. We'll get, we'll get some gaming in, uh, and yeah, then, down. yeah, man, Border, Borderlands, I'm still working through the, the DLC on that, so, uh, obviously staying the fuck at home and trying to, uh, get through these, uh, 40 episode arcs on, uh, on on One Piece because I'm still determined to be a fucking pirate king. In That's all I got. In a weave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In a weave, total weave. Or lying weave. Alright, y'all. Don't be a Karen. Thank you all for watching. We're out this Don't bitch. Yeah. Check this out. Be the oh, wait. Nice. Did old Ninja do this? Oh, shit. Well, it's too late now. I have the intro going. <laughs> or the outro, but y'all couldn't hear it. So go ahead and do it now, I guess. All right, so check us out with Be The Meet You Lives, B-T-H-A-N-B-T-I. We're on Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, Black and Black Time Infinity. Check us out every Wednesday Infinity. night, 8.30 p.m. <laughs> uh, live on YouTube. Uh, check our official w- uh, website, binheadproductions.com, or says Be The Meet Check us out also on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, One, uh, Radio Republic, and Spotify. And then on Amazon, we have an app on there, too, and then we're also on Twitch. All right, sorry, y'all. They can't hear when I'm me. playing the music and the outro. <laughs> so that, that's why this happened. Uh, don't be Karen. <laughs> so now I got to wait for the, in- the outro to go again. Did you get high from 420? Because I did. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm, did anybody watch the Money Heist show? Was that any good? I was yes. going to start it. I haven't seen it. I watched it. good? Uh... I Not. got through almost the first season. It's good. Oh, you gotta watch the other oh. one. There's another one with like a, uh, the money one on Netflix. What the fuck it's called? But it's really good. The, it's good, but then the, some of the characters start doing stupid shit, and I, I'm just I get so annoyed during like heist oh, movies oh, when quick, people start falling in love. Stop. Wait, wait for a second. Just a couple seconds. Couple of seconds. Uh, so I can